0: I don't, I don't know, know I if there's the anything like...
1: Centipede, right? Die, bitch! <laughs> 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 oh,
0: this memo just got up and see? stomped out a centipede as soon as you started the cameras. What an intro to the episode.
1: <laughs> oh. My bad. We recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a great way to start it off. That's
0: hilarious. Yeah, man. Welcome back to another episode. As you see by the title, today we are taking a break from the news that's going on with the NBA preseason and everything. And taking a second to give one hot take for every single NBA team in the league.
2: Listen, I'm ready to see what y'all have cuz I was trying to like cook up some stuff. Listen, I have some I have some takes that I feel are kind of hot. I also have some stuff that might be a little cold, right? I don't know, <laughs> we'll see. But I think Listen. that all of them are like at the very least bold predictions for yeah. what for what's going to happen. Listen, I, I am guarantee you calling this a little
0: bit of bullshit today.
2: <laughs> oh no, listen, that's that's baked in. Like, you know me. <laughs> my movies.
1: Everything yeah. will be called out. Including, speaking of call-outs, we are doing a giveaway. For all you folks who've been hiding under a rock, we're doing a giveaway as soon as we reach 10k followers on Twitter. Yep. What are we giving away? An entire PS5 so you can play with you and all your little crayon eater friends.
0: <laughs> yep. Like you said, PS5 giveaway. We're going to do it as soon as you cross 10K followers on Twitter. Look in the description. You'll see it right there at the Deep3 Podcast. Drop us a follow. And yeah. We're, we're going to be more active on there. So even even outside of the giveaway, follow us on Twitter to get more content from us. It's a must. Yeah, man. <laughs> so real quick before we get into it, I got this uh, video idea from Alvini Linguini on YouTube. I saw he did this video uh, like a week ago. Shout out. Shout out to him. His video link will be in the description stole Absolutely. the idea straight from him. So go watch his video to see his hot takes. I didn't watch it cause I didn't want to be blinded by his hot takes and steal some by accident, but props to him for the great idea.
1: Shout out to Linguini. Shout out.
0: <laughs> Shout out to Linguini. <laughs> 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 oh man, let's get into it.
1: <laughs> the cranium is crazy. Oh my God.
0: I mean, I really don't know, don't know what to say. So what we're going to do is instead of each of us giving one take about every team, that's way too much. Each of us is going to give a take about 10 teams. So it's, you know, one take per team for the entire league. If we, if every one of us gave a take for each team, that's 90 hot takes. Y'all can't handle that much heat in one episode. It'd be ridiculous. We can't so handle that
2: much heat. That's too much. 90 <laughs> hot takes in the, in a single video is ridiculous. Brain would explode.
0: Yep. <laughs> and yeah, man. I always end up doing the first one when we do this type of stuff. So we're going to mix it up today.
1: Mo, you go first. We'll reverse the order. Mo, Donovan, me. Who's first your first hot take for? Hot take. The MVP of the 2024 NBA season will be LeBron James. At the, oh. He'll be the oldest MVP in NBA <laughs> history. Could have been that. So a this for Lakers? Years. Yeah, this is for the Lakers okay.
0: as a whole. Okay, make so. sure, we, we got to make sure you tell people which team it's for because each one is by team.
2: Yeah. Because yeah. each, each, each yeah. of us has a division that we're going by as well.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. That's what the toy's gonna be blocked out. Exactly. But okay, so you're t- LeBron's gonna win MVP. All right, yeah. Well, that's definitely a hot take. I'll t- I'll give you that. It it's is
2: honest. that. Listen, it's that that old man is not <laughs> winning MVP. He's <laughs> I, he's he's just done chasing it. Like I I think that he will have a good season, especially if he could stay healthy. But like the foot was obviously a problem, and it's kind of I don't know how to feel because he he didn't get surgery on a foot that was clearly like messed up for months and so we'll see we'll see how he looks come december because after like i think he'll be fine in october right he's he's probably gonna be good he's gonna be running fast again like he wasn't doing that a lot towards the end of last season december around christmas is when we're gonna see like okay how like is he gonna take the regular season serious is he gonna try and actually go for this but that's that's hot so yeah so are I'm very that?
0: bullish on the Lakers, their outlook, mm. because I think LeBron will be much better than we saw him last playoffs when he was dealing with that foot injury, like you said. Mm. But I think because they saw him not be able to do a full playoff run at his age with that type of load, there's just I think there's no chance they give him the type of usage needed to win MVP. I think he's made it very clear he wants Austin Reeves, D'Angelo Russell, Gabe Vincent, Rui Hachimura, all mm. these dudes to take more and more touches off his plate. So, like, if you want to get real hot, I mean, I think there's a better chance Anthony Davis is in the MVP conversations you than there see, is LeBron.
1: But th- we've been talking about AD circ- eclipsing LeBron over- ever since like fucking the- after the first championship, <laughs> bro. And it just never happens. And I
3: well,
0: hate to say it. happened last year, I think. Uh, I-, I mean, that's
1: uh, okay to say. He was a fucking monster defensively with his defensive exactly. impact. That's fair to say but overall i don't think everyone will anyone will ever look at it as long as lebron james is alive nah this is ad's team nah give the gave give the ball to ad during the last shot type shit. you know what i'm saying yeah so as long as the lakers when it comes to some of the requirements you need in in order to win mvp is of course you have to have the team success for the most part there are of course outliers but with how deep the lakers appear to be I'm expecting them to be maybe a top three, worst case scenario, four seed. And on top of that, of course, you got to have your narratives, Kevin. You got to have yeah. someone like Kendrick Perkins over here making outlandish takes and all that. Deciding LeBron the be by himself. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he, has to have, he has to have some allegations to beat, and I think LeBron will, you know what I'm saying, probably face those washed allegations. And then he has to put up the stats. That might be the hardest part because there's so much to go around. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. It's not a scorching hot take in my opinion.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean, no, I think it's th- that high. is a good narrative. I think that it's is a good narrative. Though. Oldest MVP, like turning forty, winning MVP. That that would be a good narrative. So, if they're the one seed or the two seed, even, I think he'll be in those combos for sure. So, I, I see where you're going for.
2: Sure. Yeah, that's solid. It would
0: be it'd be funny because it would probably be like a like a Steve Nash type of MVP where he averages twenty two and eight, and it's like he's not averaging thirty like some people like. No, LeBron's not gonna average twenty two. He's probably gonna average like twenty four point five. Yeah, which, well, coasting. So it might be like a, a team oriented one, which is weird for a LeBron James MVP narrative.
2: Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not buying it. But props to the hotness on that one. Um, <laughs> That's why we're here. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'll go with my first one. I'm gonna say in the Western Conference. I'm overreacting like crazy to the first preseason game that I like actually watched. And I'm going to say that Victor Wembenyama is going to be first team NBA <laughs> Yo, all, all, all defensive team. <laughs> he's he's going to be defensive all first team. This man stole the ball from the three point line.
1: That was crazy. I, I
2: don't know if I've ever seen anything like that. Every three minutes, he's doing something where you're just looking at the screen. It's like, what just happened? Like, like yeah, what's, Mikhail, like what's, what's going up? down? Like. Can, can it's you pull insane. That screenshot up at least?
0: Yeah, he was on the top of the three-point line. I think it was, I think maybe it was Isaiah Joe was driving from the left wing, and you call that helping at the nail when the person on top of the arc slides over to the free throw line to stop the driver. He didn't even really slide over. He just fucking reached over with his gigantic dragon wingspan and knocked the ball out, and then ran the other way and finished the dunk. Ridiculous play.
2: It just doesn't make sense. I think that there's going to be so many plays. We're going to see a lot of plays like that. And even if the blocks don't necessarily get there, you are going to be able to, you're going to see, like, if you're watching the game, just how much he impacts every drive to the basket, every time, like, if somebody even has a wide open three, quote unquote, they're going to think about, like, oh, is Wemby going to come out and block my shot to the second, like, to the second row? People are going to be thinking how to score and how to move offensively. So I, He's he's gonna be first team on defense. Like he's just he's crazy. So that's <laughs> wow, my hot that take for the Spurs.
1: I like nuts. that. I like that. With how the Spurs were using that him, not you know having him guard Chet one on one or anything like that, and having him be sort of a free safety for you football watchers out there, similar to what the Bucks how the Bucks use Giannis. I think it's one of the best ways to use him honestly because of his mobility, and he's just a natural like disruptor. Anything around him, you will feel him. You know, so yeah. He's gonna definitely gonna
0: be one of the better defensive prospects you've ever seen. That's obvious. But I think I don't know if it'll be all defense scene, Cause that's just hard. Like when you have so many, <laughs> yeah. you have Giannis, you have Jaren, you have all these frontcourt players. But he's gonna be one of the best defensive rookies you've ever seen. Like I think that's almost a guarantee. Like there's no world where he's not uh above average is too conservative. There's no world where he's not a great defender. Whatever word you want to use. Like that's a, a guarantee.
2: Yeah, and I think the highlight plays like the highlight plays for him are going to rack up very quickly. And I think that when, like when we talk about MVP and sometimes, you know, guys get a, like a narrative push, a narrative push, the highlights are going to push Wemby's case. Cause it's, you're just going to be yeah. able to play that reel that ESPN has. You're just going to be able to, to just run it on loop. It's and every be nuts, time right? it's like, Oh my goodness, what is happening? So yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be ridiculous. I, I like that. That's actually like, it's a hot take cause it's hard, but it's, that's probably gonna be one of the more plausible ones on
2: this
1: list. Absolutely, I agree.
2: Eh, we'll, see. <laughs> we'll see. Listen, <laughs> you don't believe some, it. There's some, there's some. There's some colder. No, I believe in it. I be, I do believe in it. But there's some colder takes. I think on this. So
0: one. yeah, I have some very cold <laughs> ones for teams. I couldn't think of anything but more okay. conservative. I go with my first one. Sticking to the unicorns, going with the Celtics. My take for the Celtics is Kristaps Porzingis is gonna be their third best player, not Drew Holiday. And I think it'll be like pretty easily. I think it'll the conversation will be more: is he their second best player on some nights rather than fourth?
1: I uh, think
2: that's very plausible.
1: Yeah, I think that's a respectable take. Honestly, yeah. when whenever any person of that color touches that wears that green jersey, <laughs> your ancestry just goes to another notch. Like yo, he's gonna be come on, come on. he's gonna be a he's gonna bro. You thought Nick Persingas was something? <laughs> Boston Porzingis, top ten player ever. On God, bro. Listen, you saw, performances of decades, you saw what Peyton bro. Pritchard did. You saw
2: what Peyton did the day he got his new contract. He was like he was like, listen, the city loves me like that? Oh, I'm going crazy. He was playing like it was at one.
3: This is this
0: is their homeland. Yeah. <laughs> like when people take trips to their ancestral homeland, that's white basketball players playing in Boston. <laughs> Facts. Literally.
1: Literally. Uh, <laughs> that's but- great. Yeah, serious. man, that first
0: preseason game, yeah. he was just moving as fluidly as we've seen <laughs> in the recent years. Last year he looked really good too, so it's not like it's something that's like unforeseen. But it's, you know, they had those injuries in the offseason that prevented him from playing the World Cup. So there was like a little bit of concern that maybe he comes out looking a little sluggish, has to play himself into shape. <laughs> not even a little bit. He looked ridiculous. He looked as untapped as he's ever been in the entire history of his career. He was moving like you thought you'd want to see him move every play when you saw him as a youngster in New York, when you were like, oh, there's flashes of greatness. Mm -hmm. It was just greatness all game.
2: Yeah. And it it makes sense because the Derek White hype train was rolling last year. And I think like we talked about last episode, kind of the role that Drew Holiday is going to play. And so with him and Derek White in the backcourt, like you're not going to need as much offensively from that spot from Drew Holiday in terms of like creating um, from the perimeter and doing stuff like that. So I think like in terms of filling a need and doing stuff that the Celtics actually need, like Porzingis is, they're going to, he's going to be the go-to guy in in a lot of situations for them attacking from certain spots on the floor. So it, it completely makes sense to think that. So I, I like that take a lot though. Yeah.
1: I agree. It's not bad at all. I respect it. And if the Celtics are going to become the finals favorites or the Eastern Conference favorites, to what many people believe, this take has to come into fruition. And Kristaps yeah. Porzingis needs to follow up with the Boston Celtics legendary white man status. <laughs> it was written. <laughs> all right, what's your next one <laughs> yeah. so my next one we're scorching hot we're going to the los angeles clippers Kawhi leonard and pg-13 get traded this season oh shit hot <laughs> as hell now listen i'm not 110 percent sure if i will stand on this take it's a hot take i'm doing what y'all click the video to do bro all right but i will say if you're steve bomber you have to be you have to have some type of hesitancy when it comes to giving Kawhi and PG that max contract or an extension because they have nothing to show for it now. Yes, you know what I'm saying injuries happen and all that, not their fault, it's literally uncontrollable. But at the same time, it's like, how much longer are you gonna possibly prolong the process of needing to rebuild just for hope? Do I think this will happen? No, because of relocation and shit like that. But this is just odd, take man. <laughs> <Based on laughs> you honest. have to think it happens at least a little bit. That's the <laughs> you just throw stuff at just the
0: wall. Still, you can't just not Listen. think it's gonna happen. <laughs> Keep this
1: energy away from me. <laughs>
0: yeah, man. Okay. Eventually, it feels like the timer will be up pretty soon, and impatience should set in. But yeah, like I said because of the stadium thing, it's hard to believe they go full tank mode when they don't have a lot of their picks going forward, and they're investing billions into a new stadium. But it'd be nice to see him trade one. Yeah, that's,
2: exactly. That's why. That's why. If I was to think anything, it would be that one of them would be traded. I think both of them getting traded this year would be like franchise suicide for them. But, <laughs> <laughs> like especially going into the to the new stadium. But yeah, that that's kind of crazy.
0: But listen, it's a hot take. You did your job.
1: <laughs> exactly. What I honestly do believe, if a trade was to happen, I agree with you, Donovan. It would be one of them. It'll have to. It'll probably have to be after the regular season and I'd probably whoever has more value doesn't really matter. Um, you're probably going to reap similar assets from both of them because of their status as players today. Um, but if they were to do that, they could possibly be put in a little bit of a more favorable, favorable position because of the flexibility that they'd be granted. So what is a Kawhi trade package going to look like
0: these days? Like who, how do you have faith in a older plus over 30 Kawhi? Like what do you give up for that?
1: Look, any conversation revolving around Kawhi Leonard is guaranteed giving you a brain hernia, dude. Like, it just, I can't think <laughs> clearly when I think about Kawhi as a basketball player in any discussion.
0: Yeah, it's, he's a teaser tricky one these days.
1: Yeah. All
0: right, right Donovan, what's your next take?
2: Um, uh, hmm. Let's see. All right, we'll, we'll go to, to my magic hot take. Both Paolo Bancaro and Franz Wagner make the all-star team this year. Oh, I
0: like it. I think Listen, we are a pro Franz podcast. So I'm uh, with it.
2: A hundred percent. The way that Franz was playing in, in the World Cup was fantastic. We've already seen flashes of, of Paolo. Even last year, like even after he he slowed down after his like insanely hot start, he still averaged 20 points a game. And I think that like they had the magic had chances to go out and maybe speed up their timeline, go get another superstar, really make this push but they didn't. They're staying on this trajectory. And so I think that because of that, the, the ball's going to be in Franz's hands. It's going to be in Paolo's hands. I think a year two jump from Paolo is, is going to be crazy. I think Franz can do absolutely everything you want on the floor. And the Magic have a very good chance to be in the play-in, maybe even sneak into the playoffs if they win a couple of those play-in games. Like they have... Ooh, I they think have they're
1: a lock for the playoffs.
2: A lock oh. for the playoffs.
0: You want another hot take. Let's keep them rolling. <laughs> okay, I, okay, Absolutely. so
2: I'm gl- I'm glad you said that because I had that as my first hot take for the magic, but I didn't know how like how hot that was because I I feel like the magic hype train is kind of going. Like Isaac, are, do you think that they are also like
0: a I guess a lock, like, fuck no. Yeah, that, fuck not
2: not a not a lock, but like how no. how confident are you for the playoffs for the magic?
0: Not confident. I love them too, but Next year I'll be like, oh, they're locked. They'll be on like OK C time. We're like, oh, this is the year they made the leap with this huge young core. Yeah. They could make the play in. I think that's very plausible, but there's so many there's a lot of teams out there that they're are gonna be fighting for a small amount of spots, especially when you take into consideration there's only six that are locked in. So I would never use the word lock. I wouldn't be entirely surprised if they made that leap and were looking how the how the Pacers looked last year before Tyrese went down, where you look up one day in December and you're like, What the fuck? They're the five seed. That's crazy. But I I wouldn't use the word lock yet, no. Just because, especially because the the guard depth. They don't have... The guard room is so in flux there between all these young guys they've drafted, but haven't quite stolen the job yet. Mm -hmm. So, like, even if they figure out the point guard spot, which is probably Markell, you have Cole Anthony and Jalen Sugg still to figure out who's going to be the backup. Can one of them play alongside Markell? If they do, the spacing is weird. You don't have a bona fide shooter there to
3: play
1: next to your wings and guard. It's just a weird team that doesn't have the parts needed to be a true winning team yet. See, and my rebuttal against that is that I think they just have enough shooting. As they may not be perfect, but this is the bare minimum of stuff that they will be able to take. And I'm putting trust in the second year development of Paolo Banchero. I fucking love Wendell Carter Jr. He <laughs> is probably. Too. It's disgusting to say, but. At the same time, not really because it shows how good he is. He's one of their like three best shooters on the entire team. And it's so awkward, you know. And when you think about gross. how their team works as a whole, literally all of them, like they can play five out anytime they want. And every single can one we? of these players, including every single one of these players, they. Yeah, because Wendell Wendell can shoot. Paulo, he's not a, a zero. Franz, he's not a zero, of course. Marco Fultz. He can get that bitch up once in a while. Do I trust that him? Okay, okay. Really. <laughs> sure, sure. okay. <laughs> he can get it up.
2: He can There's get a it up. Difference. There's a difference between like successfully running five out and just putting five guys around the three-point line and calling <laughs> yeah. the five out. And like that's probably what is going to happen for the Magic like for a good portion of the season. But I think that Franz and Paolo are far enough in their, in their development that they can both make make the all-star team and like if we see listen if some if some guys go down early one of them listen one of them might make them as like one of those reserves that you that get added on at the end but i do but i do think that like legitimately one of them should make the all-star team this year and yeah it'll be so i'll say i'll say both
0: i like it yeah i mean if they're running five out and they start markel fultz jalen suggs Franz, Paolo, and Wendell <laughs> Carter. If I see Paolo Bancaro isolating a five out and driving to the rim, triple team with that motherfucker. Somebody's <laughs> shooting the ball because none of those guys shoot above 36%. And I'm not closing out. I'm not going to slander.
1: You're going damn near making me an Orlando Magic fan, all right? Look <laughs> up Wendell Carter Jr.'s three-point percentage, bro. He shoots above, He shoots either at 36 that? or slightly above 36%. Awesome. Great. How about Markel Fultz? How about Jalen Suggs? How about Powell I ain't
0: Manchero? talk about that. I ain't talk about that. And I ain't talk <laughs> about that either.
1: <laughs> if Wendell Carter's are spacing, oh
0: saving grace, listen, he's a, he's a, he had a great shooting season, especially from long mid range. I've seen his numbers. He's a, I love him. But as a collective, their lineup does not have the shooters it needs.
1: Something that I see that I also like him and love with this team that almost, well, I don't want to say almost, but a lot of teams don't have this option <laughs> is a five who can. <laughs> Who can drive on closeouts on a consistent basis. And that just like makes your offense complicated to go ahead and guard. So yeah. I, I feel my my last thing. I hate talking about the Orlando Magic for so long. But when I look at the Eastern Conference, there's at the bottom half of the Eastern Conference, there's not a lot of teams where I am 110% sure that, you know, they are better than the Orlando Magic.
2: Okay. On the bottom half, that. there's not a lot. Okay. So that's so that's just that's playoff territory?
0: So you think they'll be in the playing race at least? Guaranteed. If not I playoff, agree. guaranteed.
1: <laughs> play-in okay. play race means like top
0: 12 <laughs> teams? I agree. That's I'll not lock even, them in as a top 12 even. team of the East. <laughs> You're disgusting. <laughs> Put it on the board. <laughs> You're disgusting. All right, uh, my next hot take. We're going to go to the Western Conference on the Portland Trailblazers side. I this might be The number I'm about to say Might be a little more conservative So I don't know if it qualifies As a hot take So maybe we'll bump the number up But my take is For the Blazers DeAndre Ayton Will be a top 10 center In the league next year Is that too conservative? I think so um, Top 7 Fuck it He's I, The point is DeAndre Aiden's <laughs> Is going to be very good <laughs> DeAndre Aiden's right. Is a top 7 center In the league next year I think people Are too quick To write him off Because of A team struggle That he was a center of but it's not like he was just mince meat out there. He wasn't pathetic. And I think a new franchise that like I've said plenty of times on this podcast has a coach that doesn't hate his guts now. And it's just a new environment that's away from all the turmoil. I think he'll be significantly
2: better. Listen, you have to go higher with your number because I, so in our rankings, I had Aiton as the eighth best center in the league last year. So that's, that's right there. Ooh. So, so basically Ooh. like, so you're just saying, yeah, he's going to stay at the same level. Well, most like, most
0: people in the in the country right now would put him <laughs> like fifteen.
2: <laughs> so listen, okay. most
0: people think DeAndre Ayton is like the shit beneath their shoe right now. They write him <laughs> off so easily.
2: And look, look, I put him at eight, and I put Sabonis at five. But remember, we gave Sabonis the, the like that type of ranking, <laughs> like the respect ranking. So if we actually do this right, Aiden's probably top seven right now. Is Aiden going to be top five at the end of next year?
0: No, well, I I don't know if he's so easily top seven. I mean, we can rattle them off: Jokic, Embiid, Anthony Davis, Bam Adebayo, Sabonis, then Cat and Gobert, whichever order, whatever. But they both deserve to be above Aiden at the at the end of
2: next season. Is Aiden jumping either one of them?
0: He'll have to, for my hot take to rain, (laughs) true. So yes, damn, bro. I don't know who, but he's going
1: to be top seven. (laughs) That's not for him to answer. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. One
0: of them is going to fall off, and it's going to be more about Aiden just being great.
2: (laughs) All right.
1: That's fair. All right. Let's get into my – is it my turn now? Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. Staying in the Pacific Division, the Sacramento Kings will be fighting for their playoff lives. All right. (laughs) I don't know if this is – this might be a I think this is a hot take considering there were what the second last season, season or whatever. But yeah three. Yeah. Yeah, like looking at the Western Conference was it now, two? I think no, they're they, they, really.
2: No, they were the three seed.
1: Okay, that's so. Cool. Okay, Continue. cool. Anyways, looking at the Western Conference this year, so many teams are so good. And someone has to be left out. OKC's okay, making progression. You have to assume that the Dallas Mavericks are going to just Play better basketball. I yep. don't know how much better they're gonna, but they're gonna be better. Zion the Pelicans. You already know the whole spiel. If he's healthy, holy shit, um, bro. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Minnesota Timberwolves. Anthony Edwards is making Fantastic his leap. <laughs> exactly, bro. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so healthy, it's like, holy shit. He's not shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know the Memphis Grizzlies. You can't expect him to fall off at all. The like the Lakers got better. Um The Warriors are inter- super interesting with CP three. I think he's in a, a super important addition. So it's like. Where the fuck are like, someone's gonna have to get be out of the playoffs. And yep. I don't know if I 110% trust the Kings. Now, this is a crazy ass graphic. Who who made this? <laughs> nah, this is wild. Dude. A Kings fan, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. This is disgusting. Why, <laughs> <jover>? <laughs> why is oh, ran up there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, wait. Why, why is Jokic there too? That's so weird. But yeah, like, if I was to. Put a bet on either on any on any team missing the playoffs. Of course, I would have to put the Pelicans there. Of course, you might have to put the maybe the Minnesota Timberwolves or actually the Pelicans, Dallas, and then I put the Kings. And man, it's tough, man. Uh,
0: there's like ten teams that should make the playoffs this year. Yeah, at least one. There's gonna be somebody who makes it doesn't make it because of injury, and after that, someone's gonna get very unlucky. We didn't even name the Clippers yet. Or if they have a semblance of health, they're obviously gonna be a playoff team. Like. Exactly, Crazy stacked year for the West.
1: And it's like the Sacramento Kings, if I remember correctly, I don't remember this team having many injuries last season. Like the only injury, major injuries that happened were in the playoffs. Darren Fox had a fucked up pinky and obviously Sabonis got his chest stomped out. So, But other than that, <laughs> they were clean as hell throughout the entire regular season. So it's like yeah, at so the end of day, a little bit of to time the towards news. the end with the hand, but it wasn't anything major. Yeah, so... Some team has to make it and sadly in this video they're gonna be outed.
0: I think it's fair. I think like like I said it's difficult and they deserve respect after last year, but also they're still the kings, so like if you gotta pick somebody, it's like maybe I'll just say they're gonna be the frauds. Like I don't know, like Yeah. It's it's hard. Like who else you're not I can't gonna pick the Warriors to drop out? Everyone's thinking the you know Anthony Edwards is making an ascension. The Timberwolves are a popular team for people to say are gonna be sneaky good. Same thing with the with the Thunder. Which realistically, they might be the one that actually doesn't make it if somebody has to be the chopping block, but it's tough. So I, I respect this take.
2: Okay, yeah. listen. Well, I'm I'm staying on on uh, with the beam team. I'm staying with the beam team this year. I think yes. they're I think they're gonna make the playoffs. I think that they're actually pretty good. So I'm gonna stay with them.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean they're all good though. That's the problem. It's a lot of fucking good
2: teams out there. Exactly. Okay, I don't think they're fraudulent. I'll say that. I'll say that. You I don't had think to pick somebody
0: like this. None yeah. of these teams are like this. Oh, that's crazy. Well, in a couple of weeks, we're going to do our power rankings of each Eastern Conference and Western Conference team, yeah. which will be like our
1: pseudo standings. I'm going to be in hell. I don't know how I'm going to do this. I already came to a decision who I'm outing, but I cannot release it in this video. Y'all got to wait. <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> All right, Donovan, what's your next take?
2: All uh, right, we're going to stay in the West. Um, hot take. I do not care about the suspension. The Memphis Grizzlies are going to have the number one seed.
1: Ooh. Ooh! Wow! I, I think, respect
2: that. I think that the Grizzlies over the last two years have shown us that they can win regular season games at a high clip without John ja Morant. Ja missed twenty-one games last year. They went eleven and ten, five hundred. If I know that ties as good as the year prior. No, it it wasn't. But if you are, if you're the Grizzlies and you have Marcus Smart there, veteran leader, still still who could play very good defense for for them, and At least to start the season, Marcus Smart, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson Jr., you have a very good um, defensive infrastructure there. We all anticipate um, like an offensive leap for Desmond Bain a little bit in in, uh, Jaw's absence. So they've been the second seed each of the last two years. So even like when they were playing really well without Jaw, and whenever they were just like mid without Jaw, they find a way to win games no matter the situation. And yep. so I think that being being the number one seed is very much in contention for them. And whenever Jod ja does come back, he's going to be the battery that they need, and they are going to go and get the number one seed.
0: For sure. I just think about it like their standard 1-5 pick-and-roll defense, Mark Smart on ball, Stephen Adams defending the pick-and-roll, with Jaron Jackson as the help side guy from the corner. That's incredibly difficult to score against. That gives you such a high defensive floor. You put in some competent wings who can match up with the top wings in the league. They're going to be, no matter what, a solid team every night.
1: Absolutely. I agree. Um, in order for this to actually come to fruition, which I want to say this is absolutely outlandish, but Desmond Bain, like I think last season or last episode that we talked about, he probably has to be, have an all star season in order to come true. And then to double up, Jaron Jackson Jr. has to do the exact same thing, probably even a little bit better. And Zaire Williams, who's like. Got a rebound. Ben, yeah, he got a rebound. Be consistent, don't fall out, and all the all that other shit. And Zaire Williams, who had a down year compared to his rookie season, which was actually pretty good, he needs to be he needs to fill in those shoes and be the solidified starter, um, and surpass what they used to have, which is Dylan Brooks, which can't be too hard, you know what I'm saying? But also Marcus Smart <laughs> has to snap. Marcus Smart has to be efficient and be oh, I that completely, facilitator.
2: I completely forgot about that. I completely forgot. That didn't even factor into my mind that Dylan Brooks is not there to oh waste God. fifteen <laughs> shots a night for them. They're gonna be so much more efficient. Oh my goodness. I love this take now. This is one of my favorite takes. This is gonna be great. They're gonna
0: be awesome. Uh, that is hilarious. Yeah, man, they're gonna be good for sure. I don't I'm not gonna go as far as I'm gonna I'm gonna predict the one seed, because you know the nuggets exist and I don't see them taking the foot off the gas. But it won't be shocking if last year's two seed becomes the one seed like <laughs> that would be very very and plausible were,
2: and listen and they were the two seed by like two games they were like two games back of the nuggets imagine yeah. if let's imagine if ja doesn't do what he does and he's there for the extra 13 games that he missed like they they very much could have made a push towards the one seed towards the end of the year yeah, yeah. I, I can see yeah
1: and i don't think that I want to say, like, I almost said John Moran's going to have, like, an MVP-type season. But, obviously, he's immediately eliminated from all those discussions, quite literally. Um, but he, yeah. I think that he's going to have a fantastic season. And pretty, he, he might, I think he averaged, what, 26 last season or whatever? I, yeah. He might have a 30-point season.
0: Whew. It's, it's hard to make that jump from 26 to 30. That's, that's a very high... It, it's harder than you think. It's not defa- just a matter of, like, taking more shots. It's difficult to be that level of score consistently, but... Again, I can see it. Not
1: bad. Not bad. Is it... Do right, we I'll we do go my or... next one.
0: There we yep. go. Back to me. Jumping back to the Eastern Conference. We're going to go with the Raptors. Listen, there's been too much positivity here. I think we've all been extremely positive with these takes. It's time to shit on a franchise. I'm sorry, Raptors fans. I think they're going to be a bottom five team in the East and end up tanking to close the year out. Besides, finally going to make we trades. We all believe and... it. Yeah. Masai is finally going to be forced to make trades. He's going to have to trade his son, OG Ananobi or Pascal Siakam, something's going to get done because this team is going to be tanking for whoever's at the top of next year's draft.
1: Man, I love to see it because Masai Ujiri has... <laughs> yeah. I, I almost genuinely want to believe that he has washed. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt for some weird reason because of the weird track record history or whatever, but this... This team is nothing. You know what I'm saying? You have no future. (laughs) You're just in the middle of nowhere and you have no true plans. You know what I'm saying? I think you're just doing Scotty Barnes a major disservice if he is your end-all, be-all potential franchise player by continuously having him play with Pascal Siakam, who in some senses can be redundant and not help amplify the skills that you know what I'm saying? He's supposed to be really good at. So,
0: I agree. Yeah, I just think there's no world where Siakam is a Raptor by the end of the trade deadline. Everything, <sighs> Media Day told me everything I need to know. They talked so much about certain players on the team last year were selfish, We got to play differently, and they clearly just were not prioritizing their best player. He's going to 100% be traded. And yeah, it's going to be a wow. whole new look team next year.
1: You know what? And to go ahead and dive right back into the western conference the utah jazz they will my hot take for them is they will trade for the next disgruntled star this season <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking
3: pictures on the screen trying
0: to to This
1: is crazy
3: <laughs>
2: This is so
3: crazy
1: No I've never seen this before For audio this is,
0: listeners this It's this, this meme that's going around of What's his name? Kevin James. Walmart, Ball Cop. Kevin James Kevin James. Uh. James. The meme of him sh- shrugging It's a picture of Si <laughs> <laughs> face on the
2: body But it's wild uh. because he low-key looks like Kevin James And it just looks like a It just looks like a blackface picture
1: you oh, know what? He, he also James. looks like, bruh? <laughs> he looks like fucking y'all ever seen Ra- uh that so raven? He looks like Corey. <laughs> Corey Maxier or whatever his name is too. <laughs> <He does.
0: laughs> it's rounded. Oh. What was you take for the Jazz? You
1: said yeah. going to trade for the next one. So, yeah. On <laughs> speaking of the speaking of the Utah Jazz, you know what I'm saying? They're going to go ahead and trade for the oh, next okay. disgruntled star, whether it be this regular season or as soon as the off season ends and i don't know what the point might be but if they go ahead they might be cooking something with having larry play the 3 and also trading for someone like pascal siakam for whatever vision mm. um so i don't know i don't know if that moves anything for them but it, it is an interesting move and they just have an abundance amount of picks and i'm not sure how high Pascal Siakam trade value will be you know what I'm saying so they may be able to strong-arm yeah. them and just do something interesting
0: yeah listen I, th- I think Keontae George might be their point guard of the future they have a big forward they have a center listen if, if a 2-3 type of guy becomes available in the trade market I, I, I can see them being all over it it's exactly what they need listen, no, gonna they're gonna lie. go
2: out they're gonna get Paul George right? <laughs> I I well, be, that'd be cool <laughs> according to, to, to take, they're getting Paul George that'd be I'm, cool I'm,
1: I almost wanted to say, for my hot take, Keontae George is going to be the best Utah Jazz point guard ever. <laughs> but ever. that wasn't fun enough. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, all
0: right, you won the next one. Who what, what you got, Donovan?
2: Uh, all right. Listen, we're gonna we're gonna do some some positivity here. The Charlotte Hornets are making the playoffs.
0: I like it. I'm they're, very they're pro, pro Hornets gonna, this year.
2: They're, they're going to make the playoffs. Last week, last week? Last week, everybody thought that I was. So anti Lamelo Ball, they think that that I don't like him. I happen to like Lamelo Ball very, very much. Cap. that is not <laughs> that is not true. I just think that there are some things that listen. We we can get to that in a, at a later time. You call
0: him a playoff choker after year two. <laughs> I'm <I> say, <laughs> the TikToks are still there. it's
2: sprinkles. It's just sprinkles <laughs> of, of of choking. Okay, there's been two <laughs> big games. There's been two big games that the Hornets have had to play in in the uh in the tournament. They've lost by 30 in each of them. Okay, And, and oh Melo no. has sucked in both of those well. games. Okay. Come on now. Come on now. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I think that LaMelo Ball is a very good player. I think that the Hornets are getting a lot of pieces back. They ended up, right? Like LaMelo missed a bunch of games last year and they won like 27 games. They're going to get him back. Miles, Miles Bridges is back in the fold right exactly we'll Damn see out. another arrest warrant <laughs> another arrest warrant got put out today we'll see Brandon Miller's co- Brandon Miller's coming into the fold but their their defense at the,
0: Terry don't fucking forget him
2: you know I can't forget him that's my guy <laughs> but like their defense at the end of last season was very inspiring and I think that now also Kelly Oubre is gone but I think that that kind of makes the offense a little bit you know more uh, well-rounded. They they had some inklings of like a very competent team last year. And so I just think that like some teams at the bottom of the Eastern Conference, like the Raptors, who, as you just mentioned, are going to fall out. There's space for them to get into the playoffs. I think that they do.
0: I agree. Listen, we know yeah. Terry Rozier is a good combo guard to play next to uh, LaMelo and do some of that off-dribble scoring. So you have two competent ball handlers that can do that. Brandon Miller slots in nicely at the three. Miles Bridges is going to be there doing Miles Bridges things. Mark Williams is their center of the future. It's, it, the lineup makes sense now. And you can see a vision where these people keep taking steps. And this can eventually be a, you know, at least solid competitive team. They're not going to, going to be a dumpster fire every year. Like a lot of people look at them last year and assume they're just like in hell. Like they were like the Blazers of last year. And it's not the case at all. That's what happens whenever your star player misses a bunch of time. And your other star player is a delinquent who's kicked out
1: of the league for a year. You're going to be trash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that is true. Um, I don't know if I believe in the whole playoff talk, but I do definitely do I definitely do indeed see them being like a thirty five, thirty eight win ish team. And if yeah, they do fair. that, that is a W of a season compared to what they were over the last year, two years. You know what I'm saying? So I can agree with that. Brandon Miller Brandon Miller needs to absolutely ball out. And also another X Factor is Gordon Hayward, just simply has to, you know what I'm saying, be healthy. He's, and not that's an he's, he's
2: gonna with. he's gonna miss thirty-five games this year, like he does every he year. It doesn't
1: matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't man, care no. about Gordon
2: Hayward. <laughs> he's honestly not even a constant. He's really like an like a constant piece at this point. You know that you are <laughs> going to miss two months of Gordon Hayward every single season. So yeah, was pretty good. Alright.
0: Cool. <laughs> wow. Oh my god, look at this look at this thing that Nikhil pulled up. He pulled up an old Mo Tweet. <laughs> he made a video <laughs> where he said LaMelo and Miles Bridges is a new CP3 and Blake Griffin.
1: <laughs> no, listen, this is out of context. I was clickbaiting. I was talking when I made this video, this was, uh, this was me going off the dome, I'm like, yo, they might be the closest thing to Lob City. And I was comparing that. How is that Their picture out options. of context
2: then? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> <laughs> you, exact exact context. <laughs> you literally Listen. equated them to Lob City and then said, Yeah, I was comparing them to Lob City. Yeah. What are we Striptly, misconstruing here?
1: Simply Lob City, that's it. None of the success, none of the chemistry building they've done or anything like Bro they had success. Let's 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 not lie. Let's not act like this <laughs> they is did. this is second round
2: exits every year.
1: That's success. <laughs> For this organization. We're talking about the Clippers here. You think we talking about all the right. Lakers? Okay. <laughs> all right, next. Uh,
2: this is before.
1: Yeah, let me not even get into that. But um, <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. My next uh, team is the Oklahoma City Thunder. My hot take for them is they're going to have two All-Stars this year.
2: Let's go. Let's
0: go. I don't know who the second one's going to be. Could be Giddy. Could be J-Dub. Could be Chet. I think all four of them are eventually going to be near all-star level players. Maybe maybe Giddy doesn't quite take the scoring leap and he's just like a great starter, maybe not quite all-star level. I don't know. But out of those three guys, one of them is going to make a leap. Probably two of them. And I think one of those leaps happens this year.
2: I'm with wow, it. Man. I'm I'm with it. I think the Thunder are going to be really good. I think that they make that leap. I think... Listen, you want to talk about how takes for the Thunder? They're they're going to be top six this year. Ooh. That's hot. The Thunder are going to be out of the plane race and they are going to have a legitimate spot in the playoffs this year graduating nice yes <laughs> i am i am on the thunder bandwagon this year
1: man if this Love happens it. josh giddy has to be like bob Coozy, bro like he has to be what you envision <laughs> bob Cousy being in the year 2023 2024 <laughs> Gonna be snapping. He's gonna be hitting you with all the most basic, simple moves. Doesn't have a hesitation to memory, bro. He's just gonna hoop, run straight line drives, and all that. He knows his angles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, think, I think the most likely All Star League caliber player is J Dub. I think that would be the least surprising one. Then Chet, if he somehow became a rookie All Star, which is always unlikely. Yeah. Then, then Giddy. I
1: fucking love one of those making dude. that
0: leave. I don't know which one. I was I'm watching a J
1: Dub podcast and he was talking about how. Towards in the middle of the season, I believe he had some type of facial injury and he had to wear a mask after his second game in the NBA, and his vision was completely fucked for the rest for the rest of the year. And um, you know now that he has his vision back and he he can actually see clearly on the court, things might be actually (laughs) scary. Yeah, that actually actually helps surprisingly. Um, so that's not out of all those players, it wouldn't it would shock me if Jada was to do it, but I'd be really happy if it happened. Yeah, let's just say I'm drafting J in fantasy this year. Okay, go ahead. All right. Let me go ahead and uh we're staying in the Western Conference. We're going to the Golden State Warriors. More positivity. Okay. Shockingly. We will see all NBA clay back this season.
2: <laughs> no fuck we <me>. will
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listen. 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 That's all not right. a hot take. That, that's
2: that's not that's not a hot take. That's a bad take. That's just, wow.
1: how many years has he been all NBA in his career? Has he? I, I don't know. I think twice or three times.
0: Let me see, Clay. Dawson's I could be lying. Okay, no, he's two-time All You're right. There we go. It was probably like 2015,
1: 2016. Yeah, exactly. That's
2: insane. It's a hot ass take. Please tell it's me why. A hot ass take.
1: Uh, <laughs> one of my only reasons to saying this is because of the new element of playmaking that Chris Paul brings to the table. I think Clay's going to get a lot of different looks, a lot of looks that he isn't used to and a lot of looks that'll, you know what I'm saying, tack on a few extra points on the board. Now, you know what I'm saying? This could be a bad thing. He could be shooting the shit out that motherfucker and shoot the match too amount of games like he's <laughs> done over the past. But hey, at the same time, this could be a good thing. It's a hot take. What do you expect? Do I believe it? Kind of. <laughs> Third team all NBA, I would not be mad at it. Let's, let's, you let's said all star
0: Clay. I'm like, okay, it's possible. You know, Wiggins made it a few years ago. Clay can, Clay can get back in there. Listen, the, the fan vote for the Warriors is insane. They have the whole K pop community behind them. All NBA, that shit don't matter. <laughs> the K pop stands are not voting for All NBA.
2: <laughs> One of the 15 best players in the league. That's that's Clay Thompson right now. To you.
1: Let's see this come
2: back. I, I, I hope for
0: prosperity for Clay Thompson because it would be, it'd be cool to see him back on top again. I'm not holding my breath, though.
1: <laughs> I'm not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man Donovan what you got
2: alright we're gonna go to the Atlanta Hawks nice I think the Atlanta Hawks are gonna have a top 5 offense this year
1: wow look at you coming around not, no, not
2: not last year they were top okay. 7 they were top 7 okay um, for the for the for the whole for the whole year um,
0: but that shit isn't hot they were like top 3 the 2 years before that say top 1 with your chest yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> They'll be top three. They'll be top three. That's as far okay, as I go. That's as far as I go. But they will have one of the best offenses in the league. And okay. from listen, post All Star break, after Quinn Snyder got hired, they were cooking offensively. And last year, Trey Young had his second worst three point shooting season of his career. And the only the only year that was worse was his rookie year. I think his 3-point shot comes back. I think with 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 everything that um, Quinn Snyder is bringing, the offense is going to be a, a lot more fluid. Now that John Collins is out of there, people are going to know exactly like where to be and there's not like this clunkiness that has been there for the last couple of years isn't going to be there. Bogey's coming back cuz he was cuz he was hurt a lot last year. Yeah. They're going they're going to be good and they're going to be cooking. And so I think that offensively at least they're going to have a majority of the answers every single night.
0: I like it. I like this. Yeah, I think we're in for a a humongous trade Young season. Huge bounce back year after his reputation just went down the toilet last year for some fair, some over the top reasons. But yeah, I, I think I think that's I would almost lock them in for a top five offense. Three, I think <laughs> is very likely.
1: Yeah, I mean naturally just common I don't I don't want to say common sense, but this is the right thing to go ahead and guess because of the type of coach that Quinn Snyder is and the type of offense, free flow offense that he likes to run. And over, if anyone has watched Hawks interviews, which I don't expect you to. If you do, what is wrong with you? You might be a Hawks fan. Um, <laughs> Trey Young has been emphasized to shoot a whole lot of threes. Spacing has been emphasized in off-ball movement as a whole. Now, I'm not going to say over here that – I'm not going to say that Trey Young is going to be looking like prime Steph running around screens and all that other stuff. But to see five per, 5% more of that is a blessing in disguise, is a blessing. You know what I'm saying? And so with the spacing alone and just shooting more threes, taking away – a lot of just random twos. Mathema- mathematically there's no way that, they're, that they don't end up being at least a top 5. I really want to say top 3 offense in the entire NBA.
0: Yeah, cool. I think this is of all the takes I would I would put this one at the top of most likely so far. Nope. All right, my next one. All right, buck club guys, grab something next to you, settle in. My hot take for the Brooklyn Nets this year is by the time the season's over, Ben Simmons is going to be their best player.
2: All right, flat out. you're asking okay. for a lot if Ben Simmons yeah, I, is, is I, I, flat you, out. I don't do I care. You want to be disappointed.
0: No, I, want to be I'm disappointed. just, I'm not going to write him off. Injuries take time to recover from, back injuries that make you miss an entire season, a lot of rust to be shaken off. I think what we see in the preseason, what we've heard all summer, physically, he's going to be back to the level he was before. If not right away, by the All Star break, he'll look like old Ben Simmons. And I think with all the baggage of the Philly stuff behind him, all the pressure of a KD and Kyrie team off of his shoulders, he's going to be the most free we've probably ever seen him in his career. There's almost no expectations on him. And we always say that it's like mental stuff behind him too and confidence issues. Whether that be true or not, this is the best scenario for him to brief you those issues and just go out there and ball like we know he can. And I don't
1: see any reason to think that he won't do it this year. Listen, Isaac man, went, that, ahead. Yeah, <laughs> he went ahead listen. and saw those 10 straight free throws of me and he was like, oh yeah, he's so back. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm just that, kidding. That triple,
2: that triple single is going to hit. It's <laughs> that's, that's gonna
0: be great. Uh, <laughs> it's also like I don't think it's that hard to be better than Mikael Bridges. I think we've kind of we, we we propelled him really high. I think that that's an attainable best player in the league to best player in your team to pass up. So I think if he's a low level All Star again, it'll be Ben Simmons's team.
2: no nah, I, I don't think. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not with it. I just don't see the vision. I think that Ben Simmons mm-hmm. has. A lot to do in order to be like their best player and that team already is like clunky and so i just i don't see like unless he unless he improves in like his offensive like scoring fields that's especially like from the perimeter and stuff like i just i'm not with that i can't see it
3: yeah
0: well the big reason that he was bad last year was clearly health issues him driving to the rim, he didn't have the fluidity in his hips. He couldn't get mm-hmm. low and get past people. He just looked real stiff, you know? Again, as expected when you miss a whole season with a back injury. And I think that's the one thing we've seen in the first preseason game is that that looks completely back. He's moving fast, getting downhill, driving his hips, turning around defenders, going to the rim. And I think that alone is going to make him a competent player again. Even if he's not quite as good, if yeah. he has the ability to drive to the rim and be an effective scorer again and then use that rim gravity to use his passing more... That alone is going to make him far better than he was last year.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I think this is one of the better takes on this list. If you watch Ben Simmons, it's preseason. Okay? Can't take it to heart. But if you watched him during preseason, he looked so much more aggressive simply because he looks a lot more healthy and also looks like whatever mental kinks that he claimed to have or whatever a couple years ago, they're gone. You know what I'm saying? And so um, – if the Brooklyn Nets do have some type of success this season and are fighting for their eighth seed lives or seventh seed lives or whatever it <laughs> might be, Ben Simmons will 110% be back. Now, what does back look like? I don't think it's going to it might not be all star Ben Simmons, but I would expect it's here below that and 100%. being the best player on the Brooklyn Nets. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. If they're a good team again, it'll be because of Ben Simmons. There's no if you're predicting they're gonna make a leap and be competent post Kyrie and KD saga, it'll be because of him and him alone. There's no other swing factor that's gonna make them a great team besides him.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think Macal Bridges is a player that he is. Um, I know the only thing that could like help him reach another notch is adding a, an element of playmaking. But I just simply don't think that's his bag, and that's completely fine too. It doesn't have to be his bag. Shouldn't be his bag. That's Ben Simmons' back, you know, and having yeah. someone who is a driver in the paint and, and commands so much attention because of how big, fast he is, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be hard to, it's gonna be hard to neglect that, you know.
2: Yep. No, nah, I'm a side. He <laughs> <laughs> just don't like it. Listen, just no, saying, I, don't, stock, I don't. I don't like. Your, I don't like him. I don't. I'm not buying stock in Ben Simmons this year, and I just he's going to have to be an all-star for me like to believe that he's back i just i just don't see it
0: Listen. Oh, yeah. yeah he's gonna have to move hell on earth for you to be like yep good player like, Listen. no matter what he's gonna be trash too
2: exactly i say hey, on Twitter. he can average 15 he exactly. In, exactly he can average 15 and 10 no all-star appearance trash like, God. like <laughs> i need that validation
1: I said on Twitter I will go ahead and buy some Ben Simmons stock and I caught the meanest not even straight he shot my heart bro he said (laughs) this dude said yo if I'm buying Ben Simmons stock I think he said something like I'm gonna go bankrupt or some shit like that with my rat ass infest at home, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking crazy. That's a wild tweet.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. You can buy all the Ben Simmons stock now. Listen, I bought that shit last year. It's been burning a hole in my pocket. I refuse to sell. I'm holding the line. I'm keeping it all.
2: Nah, that stuff is some crypto. That. That's NFTs right there. <laughs> crypto NFTs.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, man. That's funny. <laughs> Give me the, the Ben Simmons Yacht Club. I'll buy, <laughs> I'll buy all the NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
3: Uh,
0: what's your all next right. take?
1: So staying through. in the Eastern Conference, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Here's my hot take. And I semi-believe it. And then I also semi-don't. But I'm leaning towards semi-believing it, bro. So take it that for whatever chest. you will. No, <laughs> Evan Mobley will not reach his full potential as long as Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland are there doing what they do. Um, what? Now, when it comes to this, this is a flex hot take because it's entirely dependent on what you believe Evan Mobley's potential is. If you ever think that he's yeah. going to be a 20 point per game score or a 22 point per game score, then this hot take probably is for you, you know what I'm saying? But if you don't think that's in his bag and he's just simply like a insane defender, one of the best defenders in the NBA, then, you know what I'm saying, this take really doesn't move you whatsoever. But I believe that from what he's shown in college and the flashes that he showed before Donovan Mitchell was there, he had 20 point per game ceiling, but because of what I see when it comes to his free throw percentage, the shot not being as consistent as I was as I would like, and overall it being deprioritized in my mind, I don't see Evan Mobley like, ever ascending to the player that I thought he could be, but that's completely fine because he's a fucking insane on the defensive end.
0: I disagree. I don't care if he scores 19 points per game. I'll know it's because there's two high-usage guards next to him, but I think he'll still be the level of player you want him to be, regardless of the counting stats are there. And like you said, it comes down to that jump shot and whether or not he's ever able to fully develop that. But I think if he does do that so he can play alongside those guards and Jared Allen effectively... Then I think those two guards are the perfect fit for him as a forward that doesn't need to be the main creator and can focus on his defensive skills. I think that's the best deal you could possibly hope for him.
2: Yeah, I think for him reaching his potential is just not getting like destroyed on the boards in a playoff series. Like <laughs> yeah. if he can just if he can just you know like just man up and you know get get these get these play get these playoff <laughs> rebounds, like he'll be okay. Like if Mitchell Robinson cannot throw him around, he'll be all right. See, yeah, no, but it's
0: not even just that he does have to have an effective three point shot yeah. at least average or even just a deep midi something that there's some modicum of spacing in that front court
2: that has to happen yeah 21% can, uh, last year from three disgusting it's, yeah like non-factor
1: yeah. yeah exactly and because of that they're probably gonna have to eventually trade Jared Allen and kind of bend their roster probably for the better and until that happens or until Evan Mobley like Develops his shot, uh, they're probably going to be stuck in the exact same range as there are yeah. right now.
0: Well, he can either yeah, he can either get a shot and play the four, or eventually bulk up and be able to play the five. Which that's like that's just a matter of time. Like, you no, know, it just takes time to develop that body for somebody with his frame. So I, I would lean towards the shot if I was him. <laughs> Let's yeah. see it, Evan. All, All right, right, Don, what's your next one?
2: All right, listen, Jalen Green is winning Most Improved Player this year. Wow, he's okay. ta- he's taking that that jump. I think that Jalen Green is, is really good. And I think that a lot of the players on the Rockets have uh, been done dirty by the way that they've ran that organization over the last couple of years. And the fact that Udoka is going to come in here, they brought in adults, and they brought in somebody <laughs> who can actually coach and they're going to have structure to everything that they do. You're going to see Jalen Green in his best form, which is Go get buckets, right? You don't have to run the entire offense. Every action doesn't have to go through you. You're also not going to have the opportunity to just go on the wing and dribble like we're playing 21 at LA Fitness. Fred Van Vliet is going to run point. We're going to have that. You're going to have other options to, to space the floor to um, to give your offense some versatility. I just need you to go out there and be, you know, bucket getter, highlight maker. And I think that he can do that. And He listen. He's going to average over twenty points this year. He's going to be as efficient as he's ever been in his career, and this is going to be the best we've ever seen Jalen Green. Wow, I like that. Is he? What's the betting odds? Is he one of the top guys for it? He's he's plus five thousand. He's he's fifty to one. He's the same. He has the same odds as Devin Vassell.
0: Okay, so that means he's like very far down the list.
2: Yeah, there's there's several guys ahead of him.
0: Okay, plus five thousand. Damn, I.
3: <clears> hmm.
1: <throat> what, th- what do you think, Mo? I was going to say, just real quick thoughts on that. I like it because I feel like Jalen Green now is in the territory to where he is almost becoming a forgettable NBA player Um, because NBA moves just so fast and there's always something new and shiny to look at. It was the Zions of the world and uh, then there was the Jaws of the world and then there's the Lamellos and now it's like Wemby Anthony Edwards and shit like that and then and at some point in time, like Jalen Green is over here having fake beef with Cade Cunningham over. Oh, I should be the number one overall pick to playing just <laughs> LA Fitness, pure LA Fitness basketball because of him. And also the situation that he was in head coach is not that good and all that. But if he doesn't make this leap like you're calling Donovan, then I feel like he will be a movable piece in the future. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Certainly.
2: Yeah. It's a listen. It's definitely a make or break year. But I think he's going to make it. Like I just think that having the best situation that he's been, the best situation that he's had since he's come into the league is going to help a lot. And um, so yeah, I, I'm expecting a, a lot of really good things from from Jalen Green.
1: I love it. Him and a man are the future.
2: Facts. Yeah,
1: having Fred Van Vliet over there just to settle everything down and shit like that will definitely do so much for Jalen Green's also development Amen. overall.
2: Like like as I said, a man is crazy. He's gonna be so yeah,
1: good. Amen. Yeah, that's shit. If I was you and I had the team, my hot
0: take would have been: A is gonna be a top ten NBA player in one day. I'm fully <laughs> on the hype train. A man is gonna be a superstar. I think he's gonna be a rare breed of athleticism and passing ability and defensive ability. I think he's like I said before, Rajon Rondo with the Super Soldier Serum. I think he's gonna be one of the best players in the NBA eventually.
2: Oh, wow, that's That's crazy, Disgusting. Man. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> he's incredible. Do you
1: think he could be what Prime John Wall was never was never able to be? I think his ceiling is much higher than John Wall. I think that's... the
0: Yeah, I think he'll be as good as John Wall for sure. I think a man is going to be fantastic.
2: I need to see his Dougie before I can jump on that train.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I need need to see... Yeah, Uh, and obviously to reach prime John Wall would be a very good outcome for him. It's not guaranteed. I'm I'm being hyperbolic, but I think the ceiling is much higher than that. Wow, man. Just because John Wall's game was speed and athleticism. A man, immediately a better athlete than John Wall ever was, I think. People are going to find out that his ability, (laughs) his speed... Isn't just he's fast, it's the short burst he's able to do from any movement style, coming off of screens, pick and rolls, obviously transition. The way he goes, the, the acceleration is the big thing. He goes from zero to 100 in the tightest spaces. It's like John Morant like with his leaping ability, where one minute he's running, the next moment he's at the fucking rim. That's how a man is with his I speed on the first step. That.
1: Slow down just a little bit, because you're making John Wall sound like nope. a fucking slouch. But I can <laughs> no, agree no, with I, I do things. think. yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're giving it a little bit too much. I, I agree with you, but like, let's let's relax just, just a little bit. Yeah, it doesn't do with John
0: Wall. It's not a <laughs> disservice to him. I just think a man, if everything goes right for him with that frame, he'll he'll be a better player. But obviously, there's a world where it doesn't go right, and John Wall's better.
1: Wow, man! Right. Is it my John turn? Wall. Yeah, I believe it's your turn.
0: Alright, next one, not a hot take, but for the Nuggets, I think Jokic wins his third MVP this year, which puts okay. him in rarefied air. Not a hot take because Jokic can win an MVP like any year. It's not surprising. The guy who was finished second last year and first years two years before that, mm-hmm. it was not incredibly unlikely. He'll be near the top of the voting regardless. But I think it's hard for players these days to get a third MVP because of voter fatigue and everything. We saw him get robbed of it last year. But I don't get the sense that he's going to be the type of player to take his foot off the gas. Like The reason a lot of guys don't get that third MVP is because they stop going for it. Because if you're the type of guy that has two, your team's going to be in championship contention every year. You're going to be trying to make finals runs. So you're probably not that concerned with going out and playing 82 games full throttle. You probably want to save some of yourself for the playoffs. I don't really have that issue with Jokic. I don't think that's ever going to hold him back. I think he's going to just do what he does and... It's not very strenuous for him to play his game, so I think he's always going to be in those conversations because his floor is ridiculously high. Yeah, yeah, I man, good take. <laughs> yeah,
2: It's <that's laughs> a solid take. <laughs> that's all I, mean, that's like, all I have to say, like, yeah. what, what yeah. am I going to say? Like, no, Jokic isn't going to be like a top five MVP vote. Like, he's, yeah. he's you know going he to be MVP there. Vote,
1: but I'm just saying he's going to be one. He's going to win, like for sure. Even yeah, then, like, like, as it makes hot, the media is on his side now. He's proven to be one of the greatest centers of all time now. And when it comes to him just adding more jewelry and tacking on ass shit, like it's, I think it's pretty much almost written that he will yeah. be. Listen, not, it was very hard win, to then, make a good you know, take for the Nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It was very
0: difficult to find a take for this There Everybody loves them, So there's, there's no way you can be hyperbolic. And I'm not going to predict anything
1: negative. So, like, there wasn't much places to go. Listen, I got a All take right. for you. If you don't have one for the Nuggets, I got one for the Phoenix Suns. Devin okay. Booker will score 90 points this season. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> now look. I cannot have that many hot takes for the in Phoenix a game? Suns. I'm not gonna say, in a game, yes, in a game, I'm saying it. And now I'm saying it on this. NBA. Right maybe overtime. maybe over time maybe over time <laughs> in this thing maybe over time but over the last few years we've seen of course Devin Booker scored what 71 more 71 or 70 points just when 2016 or 17 I believe and yeah. uh last year we went as Damian Lillard scored 71 and Donovan Mitchell scored 71 too we've never seen two players go off in the same exact season um and I think i think devin booker he has the space for it obviously the offensive talent and all that other stuff and if we were to see anyone go off for 90 he's on the short list of players who have that ability to go ahead and do that it's a hot take man (laughs) all
3: right (laughs) someone got it someone
1: got (laughs) to bring up the points bro someone got to bring it up (laughs) and if i will do it trust me i will deliver (laughs)
0: All right, great. You you got it. Great take. (laughs) I don't even know what does even say about that. I hope so. That'd be cool. Yeah. What's
2: your next one, Donovan? All right, we're gonna go to the East. We're gonna go to the Washington Wizards, specifically with Jordan Poole. So I think that Jordan Poole has like a really good chance. And this is a hot take. I think that Jordan Poole has a really good chance to win the skills competition at All Star Weekend. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> this is now, now we are in the deep end, folks. We're talking about scoring 90 and winning all-star skills competitions. This Holy is why shit. we do it. <laughs> this is why we play the game.
2: I, uh, listen, uh, I think that if Jordan Poole really put his mind to some it, he could sign up for the skills competition. <laughs> and he can he can weave <laughs> and throw the best bounce passes that we've ever seen. He can put himself on the map. God. I think I think that the Wizards would be very happy, and that would be the highlight of their season because this team is going to be in hell for a six <laughs> months straight. You have Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma and Tyus Jones as your big three. Listen, shout out to y'all. Those three, you guys are solid players. The rest of the team, <laughs> you guys are going to be going back and forth from the Wizards to the G League affiliate. This team is not going to be very well. And I think that Jordan Poole winning the skills competition is going to be like, that's their only hope for like, yay, we did something this year. So that's (laughs) That's 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 my hot take.
0: I pray to God he signs up so we can pull this clip out in seven months. This is (laughs) going to be hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) That is hilarious. That's great, man. Let's just move on. (laughs) All right, Isaac. Please save me. My next team. My hot take for the Philadelphia 76ers is that by the start of next season, Joel Embiid will not be on the team.
2: <laughs> Ooh, we, know that. we
0: know that. Yep. <laughs> we know that. He is out of there. The James Harden situation is not going to go well. The best they can hope for is to get a decent return of role players and get to the point where they can rely on Tyrese Maxey to make a leap and they can still be a competent top three or four seed in the East because of the strength of Joel Embiid having another MVP caliber season. That's very possible. But if that were to happen, no matter how good of a season they have, they're not going to win the finals with a lack of a supporting star next to Joel Embiid. And if that's the case and they can't make that run, for the clear reason that they don't have a second guy and there's a clear reason of to believe there's no path to getting that second guy, I don't see why Joel Embiid wouldn't request a trade. He doesn't strike me yeah. as the ride or die guy that's going to stick around for a quasi-rebuild so they can find him somebody else and whatever mechanism they have. He's going to be out of there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So he's many. been very open about how much he wants to win a championship. And he's like, listen, if like if it's not here in Philly, then I'm gonna have to go somewhere else and do it. But like I want to win a championship. So that's very much on yep. his mind. And yeah, th- there's only so many second round exits somebody can can endure.
1: Exactly. But he's I was pushing just 30. Say that, bro. The
2: clock is fucking ticking
1: on his prime. If I'm the Philadelphia Savings Series, you would I would want him to go ahead and request a trade because at this point, how much more embarrassing, embarrassment can an organization endure year after year after year after year after year, bro? You know what I'm saying? So trade yeah. Joel Embiid while he's at the peak of his powers, whatever his value might look like when he's 30, 31 years old, you have to expect he's going to be stupid high. He's going to be like still one of the two best centers in the entire NBA. You can get a pretty good package in return from him and you can turn this next chapter and start to build around I don't want to say around Tyrese Maxey because I don't think he's a franchise player but he's a nice piece to have you know what I'm saying so I like this take
0: yeah I don't think they're going to want to because like it's they're going to be entering a rebuild from stage one with not a lot of there's no young core already existing to build around like when the Blazers did it they already kind of had a the beginning of a young core the 760s are going to enter a rebuild rebuild if they have to trade Joel like it is going to be bleak for many years and this type of shit you got to deal with these days they know better than anybody but I, I don't think they're gonna be able to avoid it unless a miracle happens. Well, this
1: man don't believe in Jaden Springer. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I hope the mic picked up that goofy ass sneeze that Donovan just did.
2: I was trying to cover it and put it into my sweater. I think it I think it did. I was trying to be quiet. I was trying to be respectful, right? <laughs>
3: Uh, man.
1: Mo, what's, no, your man.
2: what's your take? What should take? I'm trying All to respect right. your time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. All right. So my next take, not that hot, I believe. <laughs> well no, actually, because of you guys' reaction last podcast, it might be hot. For the Detroit Pistons, Cade Cunningham will be an all-star this year. A lot okay. has to fucking happen in order for Cade to go ahead and reach those streets. Of course, he has to be better, but the Detroit Pistons have to be like pushing playing bro in order for this to happen and yeah, also on top of that happening. Cade gotta be like a 24 point per game score or something 23 point per game score or something of that nature because the guard depth in the eastern conference is disgusting Damian Lillard just got thrown into that conference yeah it's hard it's hard man
0: yeah I don't see it like you said you would be surprised if we did correct not happening and it's not be like a glass episode we talked about Cade and I said last year he wasn't particularly good before he got hurt for his standards, obviously, being the number one pick. He's a good player. He's Kate Cunningham. I'm confident that he'll be of, like, all-star caliber this year. If you told me he averages 22 and 8, not, I can see that. It's just the team's going to suck ass. And there's no world, I think, where the second worst team in the East gets an all-star bid when we have people like Paolo, maybe Franz Wagner... Uh, maybe an, another player on the Hawks if they're good this year maybe DeJounte can make an actual push if they're going to be actually a good team like there's so many other people that are going to be ahead of the garbage bin teams at the
1: bottom of the east yeah, yeah regardless of the fact though <laughs> regardless of the fact though I think Cage is going to have a fantastic season um, I agree and he's gonna, it's going to bounce back year for him. bounce back year for him. yeah he'll make all-star he'll be an all-star caliber player I think that's a good good take for
2: sure alright cool um, my next take the Dallas Mavericks are going to be 500 at best. <laughs> that is their ceiling. Their, their again, ceiling, you're betting against them again. Their ceiling is 41 and 41. Oh, their wow.
0: ceiling is 41.
2: <laughs> that's the that's <laughs> high, that's the hot take. That's the hot take for the Mavericks is that their ceiling is 41 and 41, and that they will be if under everything 500. Everything
0: breaks again. right. They're touched by God himself. The world is on their <laughs> side. <laughs> they win 41 games.
2: Listen, listen. Maybe they can get to 42 and 40. Who knows? <laughs> but I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this roster, and once again, Dwight Powell is their starting center, right? Once once again, Derek Lively probably.
0: Yeah, oh, it's yeah. Derek Lively. True, that's rookie, train though. wreck. So we'll see. How train goes. wreck.
2: It's either a rookie or Derek uh, or or Dwight Powell. So that depth and that question is still there. I think Luca and Kyrie's fit is awesome, and they're going to be great. Um, they're going to be great offensively, but like their big offseason win was Grant Williams. And like, I, listen, I think it, that's like very helpful for them. I think that he's going to be a positive player for them, but it's still Grant Williams, just a solid role player, nothing crazy. And yeah. I don't know where the defense on this team is going to, is going to come from your backcourt of Luka and Kyrie is also not an outstanding defensive unit. I don't see the pieces for them to be, um, to be great. If I had to bet on a team missing the play-in, I think they might miss the play-in again.
1: It's not oh. a bad take. Um, Listen, there's a lot
0: of teams out there, so I can
2: exactly. Not, I, somebody has to be
0: mid. Somebody has to be mid. And there's only one team out there that we've seen be mid consistently for the entire eleven games they've been together. <laughs> so it's, it's not it's, all. Is
2: there? Is there also Mavs fans? Hate Jason Kidd as a coach. Like, let's see, let's see how good of a coach Jason Kidd can be. I don't. I can answer I that for th- you already. Not good. Exactly. <laughs> not good. Never has been. <laughs> exactly. So I think what we're gonna get this year is just another year of like, hey, can Lucas score thirty-five and twelve every single night and and, and have a good attitude while doing it so that vibes are not terrible. I think that that's a lot to ask. So Man. yeah, they're mid.
0: Yeah. That's not I want to... Uh, listen, we'll see what happens when, we, when it shakes out when we do our episode probably next week, ranking each team, essentially giving our seeds. I want to say I'm going to put the Mavs higher. But again, a lot of good teams. I don't know. Like, can I rank them above the Clippers? For everything we know wrong with the Clippers, assuming they have decent health, can I rank the Mavs above them? I don't no. know.
1: It's hard to go against someone like Kawhi who went ahead and I can and think played. of five
0: teams at least that are instantly better than the Clippers. Let's not Instantly. leak
1: it. Let's, yeah, let's not leak yeah. our, our next video, bro. But is of attacks, it is very hard to go against Donovan's argument considering, you know, they got a rookie center by the name of Derek Lively, who wasn't fantastic when he played for Kentucky or Duke, I believe. One of those two. two, 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 gone, two um, Yeah, who wasn't like OD impressive, but I love his potential You know what I'm saying? And relying on Maxi Kleber. Like, I've never seen an organization rely on such a... He's a good role player, but I've never seen an organization rely on someone as much as (laughs) they rely on Maxi Kleber. So, it's going to be a tough scene for them. It's going to be a tough scene for them. And, uh, man, I'm going to pray for you, Yeah, They they need
0: their two-star players to be capital-S stars and mesh 100% and, like, carry them hard and be available consistently, which is... Always a question with Kyrie Irving, even outside of the personal reasons. He gets hurt a lot. So, like, yeah. uh, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's going to be tough.
1: Yeah. Jason Kidd also needs to open his fucking eyes and see the talent Jason that Kidd they have in Joss Green. Jason to into the sun. He's got fired. Oh, God.
0: Bruin. <laughs> <laughs> his career needs to be over. He needs uh, to be no longer a head coach.
2: Yeah, he has man. never
0: been a good head coach in any stop he's been in. He was yeah, terrible man. with Milwaukee. Wasted Giannis for a few years in his development. For some reason, him being an assistant coach with the Lakers when they want a championship just tricked the world into giving him another chance. I, I don't understand it. Jason Kidd yeah, must be so a that's, really that's good my, guy. That's man.
2: my take for the Mavs. That's they are, they are not going to be a prosperous team this year. <laughs> nice. Yeah,
1: I like that. Um, <laughs> it's moving <just> on. Over. <laughs> <laughs> right, my turn.
2: Uh, oh, it's your turn. I'm going to go
0: to the Indiana Pacers. Okay. Not that hot of a take. Not one we need to be discussing. Well, I guess it is, but. I think the Indiana Pacers will be a top five seed in the East this year.
2: Nice. Last I like year, it. before Tyrese Maxey got—I mean, before it.
0: Tyrese Halliburton got hurt—they were the sixth seed. They were cruising. They were good as hell. Tyrese Maxey was obviously on the All Star path. Made it. Made the All Star team. Did we did he? Did I make that up? What's up? Did Tyrese Maxie? Did Tyrese Halliburton make the All Star team this last year? I think so. I think he was just hurt. Yeah. Okay. Anyways beginning of last year, Tyrese Halliburton proved that he's clearly an all-star caliber player, one of the best passers in the league, highly efficient score, can be the engine of your offense. And then Miles Turner was completely unlocked by that. Wasn't an all-star, but among the players that weren't all-star caliber, we can call them like sub-all-stars, as Ben Taylor always says, he was clearly in that tier, fully unlocked as a three-point shooter and attacker at the rim with that passing that Halliburton brought. Just as good of a rim rim defending season he's ever had. You have Ben Matherin, who's Listen, you ask him, Mo. Oh, he's gonna be Donovan Mitchell one day, but he's gonna be a very Relax. good player. He still got <laughs> Buddy Hield. You have suddenly you have really good front court depth with Jairus Walker there. Obi Toppin, we all think is gonna be a most improved candidate. Uh, Aaron Nismith e. still providing uh, spacing. Andrew Nemhar, a really good backup point guard. They just have every piece you would want to put into specific roles that you need to be an effective team. They can fill all those archetypes.
2: I yeah, man. love this take. I'm so happy you said it. If I if I had the Pacers, I would have said the exact same take. I I am extremely mm. high on Indiana for everything that that you said. A, every, everything the same. Everything the same.
1: And yep. they we're the have most, we're the most pro Pacers podcast out. Yeah, absolutely. And something that you get you to discuss for obvious reasons too. Buddy Hield is there, and he requested a trade, so they might get something valuable out of him, whether it be a pick yeah. or an an extra productive player, maybe a four, because they're unsure. Of uh, the rookie that they just drafted and also Obi Toppin, who's a question mark, not a, like, stamp for MIP M- or anything like that. So they're uh, yeah, they they're gotta, a great team. they got to find a wing defender, and that could be the trade to get one. Exactly. They're in a fucking great spot. But moving on to the next team in the Eastern Conference, I have the Chicago Bulls. This okay. season... There is no more mid that an organization can, that an, that this organization will be able to take, and Zach Levine will request a trade.
0: Oh, we nobody talks about that. Everyone always says they're gonna blow it up and have to get rid of the guys by choice. Nobody yeah. talks about what happens if Zach Levine requests a trade. Nobody ever puts him in those conversations. I like it.
1: Yeah, exactly. When you think about Zach Levine, he's an all-star talent. Don't believe he's ever. He's made an all-star once, or is he never made an all-star? Yeah, he made one. I think yeah, twenty nineteen. I want to say. I don't. I really don't remember. So 2020, unf- one of those years, yeah, so forgettable. But Zach Levine is a great talent, <laughs> and he is one of the more underrated players in the NBA. Has an absolute strap on. him. Of course, he's one of the best scorers in the NBA, or one of the better scorers in the NBA. Let me stop myself right there. But you know, for someone of his caliber, there's only so much mid and losing and just wasting of your career that you can do. And this might be the season to where he's like, you know what? I kind of want to win more. And I see this team going absolutely nowhere with no plans. Let me go ahead and put my two weeks notice in.
0: <laughs> my
3: two weeks notice. <laughs> that's good.
0: Should have fired up indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm so with you, man. I yeah. like it. That's interesting. I hope it happens for drama reasons. Because that, like, if they were finally forced to rebuild because somebody asked out, that's like the perfect scenario because we all know they're not gonna do it by their own volition. They love this team. they love being mid. it's their bread and butter. It's yeah. what they do <laughs> i'm i'm with
2: I'm with a good job, yeah, we need yeah. listen, please free the entire nBA world from the shackles of Bulls mid, please Facts. keep
0: the mid off the streets,
2: please, yeah, I right. need it. all right, my next one we're, we're gonna jump to my next one. I think that one of. CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram, or Zion Ingram or Zion Williamson gets traded this year.
0: Wow. Okay, explain.
2: Explain. I want to hear this. Last year, even even whenever the Pelicans were rolling, we we talked about kind of how they had a lot of cooks in the kitchen, and I think that I think that if Zion stays healthy, it is very clear this is Zion's team. They're going to build around him, and they can get players that fit better around him. Maybe on a on cheaper deals, maybe more players that fit on their timeline. Maybe, you know, Brandon Ingram isn't everything that New Orleans wants out of um, out of a player. Like, he's not that much of a franchise cornerstone cornerstone type of guy. Or let's say that Zion gets hurt again and New Orleans is like, that's it. Like, I'm just done with this. Somebody yeah. Somebody's going to get moved. They're going to shake it up. I think that they have an opportunity to really put their franchise in a certain direction and, one, and a big trade out of one of those three would help put them in the right direction to go ahead and do that. Man. Yeah,
0: I, I just want to see them have a point guard in this team, just like somebody that can pass over average. <laughs> they have so many wings now with Trey Murphy and Herb Jones proven to be above average role players and like should eventually get like big minutes. And Brandon Ingram doesn't need to be traded. He's a great player. But it's, I don't think CJ has a ton of value. You're not going to go out there and get a blue shit piece for him. So I don't know who the point guard is out there that ends up becoming available, if there even is one. But I could see them, you know, sacrificing
1: Ingram at the altar for that.
2: Bring Demon home, get Chris Paul. Even
1: entertain (laughs) trading away either (laughs) of those three. They have to first and foremost make sure that they get the as close to best fit of a center next to Zion as possible. Because there was even times during the preseason game against Orlando Magic last night. Jonas Valanciunas, although he's like he's. Expanded his game. He's so much more comfortable closer to the rim, and that's just who he is, you know. And there was times where he would just come to the rim, and he would just clog up the fucking paint for Zion, and Zion would awkwardly get blocked. You know what I'm saying? And that's not something that you see too often. And so, if they go ahead and make a trade away Jonas Valanciunas, and something still doesn't work, then yeah, you got to pack something up, and retooling has to happen, and that might be. Brandon Ingram too because he's not the issue but he's the more valuable piece that is replaceable and movable.
0: The tough part is like I think they should trade for somebody like Kelly Olynyk to play next to Zion. Perfect offensive fit. It would be crazy but Zion's not a good defender right now. He's so fucking just blocky when he moves like he just does not have fluidity at all and just gets blown by a lot for somebody who should have good lateral quickness and athleticism yeah. with his frame. So if that's gonna be the case. You need somebody that can defend the rim there, and it's an incredibly tough ask to find somebody who can space the floor and yeah. you know defend the rim. Yeah, Brick Lopez, Miles Turner, list ends there. Like <laughs> it's extremely <laughs> difficult.
1: Yeah, exactly. And if there is someone who is available, they're not gonna give one hundred and ten percent, give you exactly what you want. But with the position that they're in right now, you can't be too picky. And they might try to They might get hassled, and someone might try to strong on them because of all the assets they have. So, yeah, they're in a yeah tricky Kelly O'Linux is going to be a Pelican. Call it in. That would be so hard. Right. Pelican, Kelly O'Linux a great passer. He can handle the ball and all that. Of course, he's a stretch five. I'm a fan of his game.
0: <laughs> Me too, man. All right. My think, last team I have because I gave an extra one to Donovan because I didn't want to do it. Yep. So he has 11. I have nine. <laughs> My last team is the Minnesota Coward. Timberwolves. <laughs> For them, I have Jaden McDaniels is going to be their third best player by the end of the year.
3: Okay. Woo! We're I don't
0: mid. know. Who, who, is, who is going to pass up? You tell me. But he's going to be better than one of their bigs.
3: Wow. You know so it's I don't it. know who. Because that, wow.
0: that duo can go a lot of ways. I don't know who's going to prevail in that power struggle of who's the center to build around. But by the end of the year, Jay McDaniels is going to prove to be not just one of the best role players in the league, which I think we can put him in those conversations now. Kind of the conversation that Mikhail Bridges graduated from. I think Jay McDaniels is firmly already in that. But I think he can make the type of leap to be is this guy on All-Star Path soon. Listen, I
2: like Man, I like it. I had tough. I had Jaden McDaniels as my breakout player for the Timberwolves last week. So I think I think out of those two, out of the two bigs, and I'm, I'm honestly like not, it's not like for the bit, not even trying to hate right now, but I do think that like cat would be the one to, that he wow. would, that, that he would surpass just because I think that when you talk about like the fit for the Timberwolves, I think having go bear next to Ant fits a little bit better than cat next to Ant. And so when you start talking about like team building, maybe even trading one of those out of the way, cat would be the one to go. And the defense that McDaniels can provide compared to the defense that Cat does, it's it's night and day. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: See, last year when the Timberwolves, when everyone realized the Timberwolves fucked up bad and this was, this had a 0% chance of working, I said that they're probably going to have to trade Carl Anthony Towns in order to make up for this massive F up. But mm-hmm. between the two, which player does. Jaden McDaniels have a better chance of being better than. I think it, it'll probably be Rudy Gobert because I think it's... I think Carruthy Challenge is just a better individual player. But for what this team needs and how you can recover from a, yeah, such a right, major right. F-up, <laughs> like, they're probably going to have to. Let maybe
0: I end up being right because they trade one of those guys. Maybe it's not even a factor of he's better than one of them. Maybe, yeah. don't, maybe Mo, you're right, and they have to move on and it ends up either being Cat or Gobert. We'll see. Maybe they... No, they're not gonna get back what they gave up for Gobert, but it, maybe it's it a good It has to be Kat, bro.
1: It has to be Cat. You can't as an organization, you can't bring Rudy f- and throw out all those picks and all that just to go ahead and ship him out and try this thing with Carl Anthony Sounds when you know there's a hundred percent chance there's a hundred and ten percent a future where you can envision Rudy Gobert being like the forefront of your defense and the forefront of your team compared know. to I someone mean, like Cat who has had like constant struggles and Shit like that, I don't they, know. I wouldn't want to experience. They didn't have Ant Man
0: back okay. then, though. Well, listen, they didn't have Ant Man before. Ant Man's a star now. Jamie Adonis <laughs> might be a low-level all-star eventually, or probably not. It's probably lofty, but he'll be like this. Joel tweet on here right on the screen right now says the best three D player in the league. That's a different equation than when we saw Cap being built around before.
1: That I mean, is true, but I like. Sucks to
0: get. It sucks to get less than you gave up for Gobert, but at a certain point, it's sunk cost, and you can't you can't be held back by being scared of being made fun of for that you've got to do what makes your team better next year and that might be getting ready to go bear for whatever you can while
1: well, you can't but at the same time my argument for that is that I think Carr challenge is more valuable than Rudy Gobert and that's like also like a part of the logic to where like you know yeah. if you're going to do well, he's something he's more valuable
0: for your more. team too <laughs> <laughs> it goes both ways.
2: That is we'll kind see. of debatable. Like something has yeah. to change.
0: But listen, maybe it'll click. Maybe like all these checklists that Joel wrote out on the screen right now, mm. maybe that's the key, and maybe they're going to win 50 games. We'll see.
1: I hope so, man. Please do not sh- bring shame upon my sweet Anthony Edwards. <laughs> 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 all right. All right. Mo, to go ahead WWE and finish team, out. Right? Uh, no, I got one more. more. I got one more. Right. The Malky Bucks. We don't have to really talk about this. Well, we can, actually. Um, I think that they will not have a hard time going to the Eastern Conference Finals and also winning the NBA championship. I think though they'll win go. pretty pretty easily, you know? So okay. I said it with my chest. I agree.
0: I agree they're going to win. I think it's going to be them versus the Nuggets in the finals probably or them versus the Lakers. Don't believe in the Suns. Believe in the Bucks more than the uh, Celtics. I agree. Good take.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's going to be an insane fight simply because I need to see the next steps being taken from Tatum. I need to see top five Tatum before I, you know, be like, oh, yeah, they're going to struggle against the Milwaukee Bucks and all that. They they might, but um, I with this duo and how I can't really pinpoint weaknesses for this team other than obviously depth or whatever. I think they're gonna breeze through. <laughs> That's a big week. I think they're dude. gonna, yeah. <laughs> I mean, championship team, whatever, cool. But I think they're gonna. Breeze Other than through. the
0: second half of your lineup, there's really nothing wrong with it. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> Other than half your players sucking, it's fine. <laughs> Listen, it's a, it's no, a, kidding, fair, it's a fair
2: take. I think, I think I disagree with the easy part. I do think that Boston is gonna give them like a, a run for their money. But I mean, oh, surprise, surprise, the team with Damian Giannis wins the championship. Like, it's not a, it's not a crazy take at all.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah.
1: Can right. we raise the roof? Is no, it time? We have
2: one more team left. We have, no, we got, oh, we shit, have two. Bro. We have two. We have two teams left. My first one, the New York Knicks. My hot take is that the Knicks are going to end up with Joel Embiid. They, oh, okay. they, are, they are going to be P the one. with Joel Embiid. They, listen, they, they missed out on Donovan Mitchell <laughs> a year ago. Especially when Mitchell was saying, or yeah, when everybody knew that Donovan Mitchell wanted to go to the Knicks. And the package was there and they didn't go out and they didn't get him. Now everybody fully expects for Joel Embiid to be the next star to request a trade. Everybody's been saying that the Knicks are monitoring the situation. They are keeping, <laughs> they're keeping an eye out. They, they are going to be on the short, short, short list of teams ready to go get, get Joel Embiid. They have, they have picks, they have some assets that they can, that they can trade. And also, Embiid fits the best with with uh with Jalen Brunson. He fits better than than a Brunson Donovan Mitchell uh backcourt than a Brunson Zach Levine. I think I th- I think Joel Embiid is going to be a New York Knicks eventually.
0: I like it. That's listen, if we all agree that Joel's gonna be out the door soon, the Knicks are a logical suitor. I'm, I'm with it.
2: Yeah,
1: I can go ahead and see them see Joel Embiid being the Camarillo Anthony for uh, the New York Knicks and just having consistent repeat second round failures. This is Knicks tradition. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you suck. All right, all right. And after okay. I gave the Hawks love today, after I gave the Hawks
2: love today, that's okay. That's okay. All right, we'll move What's on. Last team? All right, we'll move on. The Miami Heat. Okay. Now, this one this one was tough because I, I, I made this one a little bit more aggressive. And you know what? I'm standing on business today. I'm standing on business today. And this is a two-part hot take. The first part is that the Heat are going to have a bottom 10 offense in the league this year. Ooh. And the second part is that they are going to miss the playoffs. Oh. Listen. I want to agree because I'm always
0: constantly ready to predict the Heat's downfall. Never doing it again. I will not bet against the voodoo magic of Eric Spolstra and Jimmy Butler until it happens. So I'm just going to assume you're going to be wrong. For no
2: reason other than I refuse to let them surprise me again. The my Mi- listen, listen. The Miami Heat last last season, last season. Let me make sure I have this exactly right. They were in a thirty team league. They had the twenty fifth best offense in the league. Damn, that's that's tough. it's it's did. terrible. Now they let go of Max Struess. Uh, Gabe Vincent is not there. 37-year-old Kyle Lowry is going to be back in the starting lineup. 35-year-old Kevin Love is out there doing stuff for them. Out of two years ago, two years ago was the first time that Eric Spolster, as great as he is, coached the Heat to a 50-win season without LeBron James on his roster. They have, they have not, I don't, listen, I don't think that the Heat sniffed the top four this year. I think that, listen, they were three minutes away from missing the playoffs last year. Right? Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Jimmy Butler turned 34 years old two weeks ago. And now it's going to be him and Bam Adebayo, who we've already accepted. He's not going to be that high level set secondary score that you like would really want him to be. They are going to have a lot of problems. Um, offensively, you're going to be requiring a lot from Hame um, from uh, Hakez, from Kyle Lowry, from all these guys, from Jovic, all these guys that you brought in. And even though that like... Listen, we think that the Raptors are gonna fall off. We think that the Bulls are eventually gonna fall off. Teams like teams like the Pacers are gonna be back up. Teams like let me wait, let me see. Let me the let me Orlando Magic fill in for you right there. Exactly. Thank you. Teams like the Pacers are, are up. I think that the Hornets are gonna be up. The the Magic are, are gonna be good. Right. There's gonna be some the Hawks are are also gonna be better than the Heat this year. There's so many teams that I trust more right now, and I trust their infrastructure. I see that. That's not. That's not true. But I trust. I trust. Them, I trust them to have a better team this year than the Heat. So they are missing Listen, the playoffs.
1: I cannot. I would love to agree with you, but sadly, like like Isaac said, this man Pat Riley has voodoo on his side. He has deals with the devil. Eric, I is going to go ahead and I, th- I think that ran out. Right
2: I think that ran out, right go,
1: bro. Cole I, I, Swindler? I think it right now. remember that name bro he's gonna look they gonna have that man drink black magic juice he's gonna turn into <laughs> whatever super suited version of max juice you can envision i don't know what it is but i just cannot go against the miami heat and i've consistently looked like a fool whenever i try to write them out but you do bring a very very good argument to the table and if they were to go ahead and fall off this might be it Listen,
0: I think... Everything I th- you said is facts. It was also facts last year and they made the fucking
2: finals. That <laughs> does not make sense. Listen, listen every yeah. Everything that they did last year, I think that what Pat Riley did this year was way worse than what they did last year because last year, you, you're coming off of a Game 7 in the Eastern Conference Finals, right? You were shot away. And he said, you know what? We're, we are going to run it back. And okay, that's fine. It was very clear all year long, even throughout the playoffs, you need another piece. And Pat Riley... Not making an aggressive push to go get Dame was the most arrogant thing I've ever seen. And he thought that he could just throw rings on the table. Not even on the table. He thought that he could telepath the five rings that he had <laughs> over to Portland and get Dame Lillard. It was arrogant for him not to do it. They don't have enough. They didn't have enough last year to win the finals. And again, Jimmy Bullock is 34 and he misses games a lot. He's hurt a lot. Like I it's going to be very, very hard for them to win a lot of games this year. So I I think this is the year that I'm out on Miami.
0: I'm with Last it. Last year gonna, was too. <laughs> I hope the same. Last year was the year I was out, and we were almost right. Like you said, they almost lost the playing game, but crazy shit happens and domino effects go down and next thing you know, fucking Jimmy's in the finals again and we have to act like he's better than everybody else in the league. That's ridiculous. But again, I just refuse let them fool me so even if i don't think they're good i'm just gonna pick them to make the finals
2: i'll i'll be the one i'll be i will be the deep three representative that does not believe in the miami heat this year
0: yeah okay i respect it that's a good take that was a great take. i think it's time for you to raise the roof
1: rejoice crayon eaters you right there you right there you right there you right there it is time my brother
2: it is TikTok time. Let's go, man. I've been waiting for this shit. That's I've been tired great. as hell. That was great. <laughs>
3: shit,
1: my brother. I was up and close to the camera. That was good. Oh, man. Let's do Hilarious. it, man. That was good. That was good. That was
0: good. I got to add that. Crayon just Rejoice. That's going to be it. I'm going to add that to the intro.
3: Uh, Now's yeah, your turn to show As
0: always... We're going to start taking time off with a draft. This time, we're going to do a draft where we build NBA lineups with only power forwards. One through five-year lineup, got to be a power forward.
2: Okay. okay.
0: This is all time. NBC. Yeah, it's, it's going to be great. Yeah, all time. So anybody in the league has ever played the four is fair game. They have to be actually a four. So like no Braun, no KD, no Tatum, none of these guys that might start the four today because we're in a small league. But you know, spiritually, there are three straight true fours.
2: Okay. Let's the draft it, order is
0: me, Mo, Don. That's how we're going this time. Let's do it. So, you guys ready? Yeah. Hit Let's look. Let's draft NBA lineups with only power forwards. First pick. I need this guy for position versatility. Give me Giannis at point guard. Oh okay.
1: wow. Yeah. Damn. I need the best okay. ball
0: handling big we've ever seen.
1: <sighs> wow, bro. I was literally prepared to say Giannis. Damn. Okay, I bet go you go ahead, ahead and give me currently the best power forward ever, Tim Duncan, still. I respect it.
2: Yes! I love this. <laughs> oh my I God. needed this. I needed this. He just broke the frequency vibrations me, in the world, listen, bro. Give me Dirk, because I need some okay. shooting. And give me uh, Kevin KG? Garnett. <sighs> okay. Oh, this is disgusting. Oh, I'm so happy. Good thing. You Dirk put, wait, wait, Nikhil, can you put Dirk at my at my two guard position, please? And, what,
1: you. And, and you got KG at the four.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Damn, I love that shit for you, man. I love that shit for you. All right, you. I guess. Go ahead. There's two ways I could go, but I'm just gonna straight up prioritize whoever the better whoever the best player is. Oh yeah. And in this position. Go ahead and give me Anthony Davis, bro. I need him at my two. He played point guard in high school.
2: Okay. I mean, he ain't dribble Mm. like that in a minute.
0: Okay. So, I lied. We're putting
2: Giannis down to power forward. Give me Draymond
0: Green at point guard.
2: That's good.
1: I'm
0: monopolizing the good passes on the board. Okay. And then... Actually, you know what? I'm putting Giannis at the five and Charles Barkley at the four.
1: Hmm. Charles Barkley at the four. Okay.
2: Okay. Okay. I okay. like that. <sighs> All
1: right.
0: Actually, no, Charles Barkley at the three, actually. I'm putting Giannis at the five and Charles Barkley at the three. This is man
1: rebuilding, team shapeshifting as yep. we speak right there now. This is hella strategy involved. This is hella strategy involved. Okay. So you got Draymond, Barkley, and Giannis. You have no shooters on your team right now, my boy. There's plenty available. (laughs) All right. Y'all have no passes and there's no more left for you. You guys are (laughs) fucked. Listen, 80 average four assists one day in this 80 average four four assists per game in his heyday. I'll be straight. Um, (laughs) Okay. So, for the sake of spacing and also defense, go ahead and give me Jaron Jackson Jr. at my three.
0: I'll put him a shooting guard. Damn. Let's do it.
2: Okay, oh, that fucked me. Okay, okay. Actually, Nikhil, can we move Kevin Garnett to my five? <laughs> <laughs> can we do that? Because at my power forward, I would like Zion Williamson. Ooh, okay. At my three, I would like Dennis Rodman.
1: Ooh, okay. You're, okay. That's that's
2: a that's an interesting combination.
1: Dennis Rodman at your three. It's not bad at all. Not bad at all. Okay, cool. So, at my five, fuck you, it, give me Chris Bosh. <laughs>
3: fuck! I, was there pick go. I, was I knew low. it!
1: I knew it! <laughs> I got your game plan in my hands. <laughs>
0: oh. Damn.
1: Yeah, pick your shooters now.
0: Okay. At my two, give me Pistons, Blake Griffin. What? I forgot about p- Yep, got another ball handler. Oh. in the passing again. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then at my four, this is a swing pick. I could take this team in a few different directions. Hmm. You know what? Giannis has my defense figured out. I'm going to get prime Kevin Love here to space the floor. He can defend Chris Bosh
1: and Zion. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's solid. That's solid. So what I'm going to do is... (laughs) Let me move AD to my PG. J trip. I need trip at my shooting guard. And then for my small Ford, hey, I'm a man of space. Give me the paste. Give me prime. Kristos Porzingis, future Celtics legend. Hey, a year from uh, now, uh, okay. I'm gonna be cooking. Okay,
2: okay, <laughs> okay. All right, that's that's cool. That's cool. I this sucks because I know. I know that the pick that I'm about to say is a good pick and you guys are going to laugh and I'm going to hate it, (laughs) but it's, but it's okay. Cause listen, Isaac is right. He took, he took all the good passes. He took all the ball handling, but this is the only name that's coming to mind right now. So I'm my point guard. Give me Lamar Odom. (laughs) Wow. Give me Lamar Odom. You need a ball handler. I respect it. That's nice. I like it. You guys have,
0: you guys have straight big man. Everybody's in the same spots on the court. I'm the only team that is actually going to play logical
1: basketball with people that can stand in different spots. This man said logical basketball. You have one (laughs) shooter on your team, dude. You have Draymond. Blake Griffin was a great shooter in Detroit. Listen,
0: Prime Draymond shot 38% from three for a year.
1: Listen, Prime Draymond is not moving anybody, bro. He he has nothing (laughs) on. Good luck on trying to score on AD, Trip, Kristaps, Porzingis, and Boss. This is the best five here.
2: Dribbles passing. He's not looking to score. He's a point guard.
1: <laughs> Look, you're you're not scoring.
2: No one is scoring Mom, you on you, man. you have the worst offense though. What? No, you, you have the worst makes offense. No sense. Anthony nah.
0: Davis is your point guard. What the fuck are you?
2: You the worst offense. Run back
1: 2018 AD highlights, and you'll see exactly what not I'm not a on. point
0: guard. No scenario should that be oh a point guard. Oh my
1: goodness, bro. Oh my goodness. Anthony Y'all Davis has never ball. been able
0: to pass. Not even a little bit.
1: Oh my God! Four assists, what you're referencing?
0: Great, he got four assists because he had an insane usage. He lucked his way into four assists. Look,
1: man, look, man. All I'm gonna say is, good luck trying to get to the rim, point blank. Period.
0: (laughs) I'm having spacing. The rim's gonna be wide open for Giannis. I'm
1: having faith that AD's PG skills starts to creep in as he realizes, oh shit, I gotta do this.
2: (laughs) Now listen, we need Listen, listen, we need a 2K simulation of this of these teams. Please, somebody make that.
0: Nah. <laughs> nah, Pistons. Blake was a steal. He's a perfect shooting guard. He was a steal, absolutely. He's soft. If I could have got if I could have got Jaren at the four instead of Kevin Love, it would have been over. So Kevin Love's yeah. defense is my one weak point. Yeah, I know. I am the, 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 the
2: greatest shooting big of all time. I'm, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, great. For the audio listeners, I have Draymond at point guard, Blake Griffin at shooting guard, Charles Barkley at small forward, Kevin Love at power forward,
1: and Giannis at center. Nice. All Make right. Sense. At point guard, I got AD. At my shooting guard, I got Jaron Jackson Jr. Small forward, Porzingis. Power forward, Tim Duncan. And at the center spot, I got Chris Bosh.
2: Okay. Okay. At my one, I have Lamar Odom. Shooting guard is Dirk. Three is Dennis Rodman. My four is Zion Williamson, and my five is Kevin Garnett.
0: Nice. Oh, Yeah. You lost. Actually, you know what? I'm good. I I'm I'm, I'm just got to swap them. Really, Charles Barkley is my four, and Kevin Love is my three. I'm good. That's my defense is fine. Not like Charles Barkley is some world beater, but him and
1: Giannis, I'm good. Switching positions is not saving you, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Save me from who? Kristaps? Go fuck yourself.
1: <laughs> Bro, does Tim Duncan not exist? Holy shit. Jaron
0: Jackson Jr.? <laughs> Soft. Worst player on this whole list.
1: Oh my god. Hell nah.
0: He's easily the worst player on this whole list. It's not even conversation. Oh no, I guess Lamar Odom's worse. Hey, man. Yeah, no, exactly. hey, We're going to act like Lamar's More not there. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Listen, it's the best you can do at point guard. I really-
2: listen, listen, Lamar have- at point guard is better than Kristaps at at the three.
1: Okay. <laughs> weird argument, but Isaac, okay. you, have Isaac uh, you have fat boy Kevin Love on your team. You Jackson
0: Jr. and Anthony Davis. That's repulsive.
1: Isaac, you fat boy Kevin Love on your team, bro. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know who you're talking to I stopping, 15 bro.
0: Kevin Love. It's sit in the corner and slash that bitch, Kevin Love. That's <laughs> 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 all you gotta do is face uh, the floor. He's not touching the ball unless it's swung to him in the corner. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, man, non-factor. Nah. All right, man. Next thing we're gonna do We're gonna save the tier list For a second And what we're gonna do next Is You know ESPN just put out Their top 100 players rankings They haven't in the top 10 yet But they are 11 through 100 They are How do you say Utterly fucking ridiculous At times
2: <laughs> They got you so, they, they got you Every listen, year they do this With the yep. list And every year We're always like Listen It's ESPN's list It's stupid We can't pay attention And here we are Making a video about it Yep They, they listen, got us
0: I would love to give them no attention because they're begging for it, but content must be made. And I want you guys to guess the (laughs) rankings for these players I'm going to name. I I hope you haven't seen any of them yet. You've probably seen a couple of them.
2: I haven't seen anything. Oh, let's go.
0: Great. So it's going to be simple. I'm going to name some players. You guys are going to guess what their rating was according to ESPN. Let's go. So guess where ESPN ranked these NBA players in their top 100
1: list. First up, Damian Lillard. Mm, Mm. He did average 32 points per game last season or something like that. Something like
2: that, yeah. He's not a top 10 player, though. I don't think that they're putting him in in the top 10. I think that they are putting him top 15, though. I'd say
1: 15, Donovan. I like where you're going.
2: going, I'm going 13.
1: 13, okay. What about you, Mo? I'm going to say, for the sake of ESPN's sake, they're probably going to put him at 15. They're going to throw a little bit of disrespect.
2: They split it right down the middle. He's number fourteen. Oh yeah, so, see, we know ESPN. They're predictable. <laughs> yeah.
1: so we, know game. <laughs> we know that. We know that. we know your game. We're familiar with their game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, next up we got Anthony Edwards.
1: Damn,
2: okay, after the summer been, he had, you know, they might put him top saying, ten. What, like. what do you think? Yeah, he's let's... he's top twenty. I think that they're putting Guaranteed. him top
1: twenty. Guaranteed.
2: Guaranteed. Right? Okay. Do we think I he's think... higher than Dame?
1: Would ESPN pull out that type of monstrosity? 110%, I believe so. 110%.
0: Would ESPN do that war crime?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's lock it in. For me, they put that man at number 12.
2: Would that be ridiculous? I'm going. I'm going 16. Well. Most closer. They
0: put this man at 13. Oh, my God. Th- David Lillard. Oh, my God. 13? Off of what? Summer vibes. Pictures of him not playing fair with a low cut. Looking I sexy. Don't know what else. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> they said he's hot and he's cool. He's number 13. Better than me. Yo, just because he's been playing fair his whole career. This yo, just scooping
2: because. He was against Latvia, and they were like, oh, no, nah, he's like that. He's bro, like a
1: fade, a oh fresh fade, some big-ass earrings, and some cool jokes got him this high. Man, ain't really him, bro. It don't take much. <laughs> wow. That's crazy as fuck.
0: Ridiculous. All right, next 18. up. Yes, absurd. John Morant.
2: Oh, he dropped. He dropped. ESPN, they didn't... Listen, they were not rocking with the gun stuff. He's probably going to be <laughs> at, like, 19. <laughs> he
1: c- 19. Might be a little nice. I want to say they have them a little lower than that. They might go ahead and put them at 25 or 26 because they might view them as unstable.
2: <laughs> that, that's true. That's true. That's true. You know, I'll join I'll join you. We'll go 24. Yeah. I'll go
1: 24. Mm. I'm going to say
0: 26. ESPN said this man is a threat to those around him. He's 35.
1: 35?
3: 35? <laughs> they said
0: 35 motherfuckers are better than John Moran's. So.
1: Oh my God! Nah, he did have that incident bro. once, or really twice. No, crazy. But damn, thirty-five is, is outrageous.
0: Yeah, this is not about basketball. They just said he's a dumbass, and we're putting him down a thirty-five for repeat offender. They say we're putting him down for repeat offender. Dumb. That's it. Yeah. God, bro, in, print, in parentheses,
2: dumb. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> All right, next up, Jamal
1: Murray. Oh, they, okay, gotta, be sn- they gotta be on his. They gotta his knob, bro. They put him at like twenty.
2: No, I I will, I will say twenty. He's higher than twenty. He's higher than twenty.
1: You think they're doing tricks on it? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I thought twenty was crazy. <laughs> I thought twenty was crazy, but we're going excuse seventeen
2: me. for Jamal Murray. Ooh. Okay, Mo. I got twenty. I think a championship right. goes a long the way. The first
0: correct answer. He is number seventeen. Oh
1: Yo, this oh is, my no, god, this is this seventeen this is, is disgusting. John ran at thirty-five and Jamal Murray at seventeen. That's a crime. I love it. <laughs> 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 Makes no uh, sense, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. Next up uh,
2: Kyrie Irving. Oh, you know they hard. don't like him. You know they you know they don't like Kyrie. If they have Jai at thirty five, Kyrie has to be six lower. <laughs> no, I won't say that. I won't say that. I'll say, he has to be low for sure. Yeah, he yeah, has to yeah.
1: be low for sure because I think jo- Jaw is probably a better player, and Kyrie has had multiple offenses over the last three, four years. So he might be fifty to be honest. Yeah, Let's go. We'll him- go
2: fifty. <laughs> fifty is 50? crazy. Jesus Christ! Yeah, they put probably him at thirty-four, one spot above Jaw. Oh, okay. Woo. Okay, so they just That's said- That's still bad, said, but wow. All the delinquents, you guys are just su- somewhere around there. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere over there. This is all where they lie. All you stand on bullshit, you're in the 30s. <laughs> <So> <laughs> listen, like, like you're not an all-star. You're not top 24, but like you can be somewhere over there.
3: Yes, <laughs> man.
0: <laughs> this is
2: crazy. Okay.
0: Yeah, there's not 34 players better than Kyrie for being real. 34 on,
1: is outrageous.
0: <laughs> Next up, RJ Barrett.
1: Now, this is, is he so on wild. on the list?
0: <laughs> he is top 100.
1: He's top 100. God damn! How <laughs> <laughs> top 100 at what basketball? 83. <laughs> Ooh. Oh nope. man, I'm gonna say 95. I almost so said RJ
0: Barrett at 71. Y'all are y'all are too hard on the boy.
1: 71. Okay. I don't know how to. I don't know how to feel about that man. It's a fair spot. 71 is a big number. I just
2: I just need to know who. Is behind him and who I need to know who's around him to make the 71 like seem fair
0: yeah go to the context I think I can't remember but yeah 71 I think that's a fair point for RJ okay last up
1: Russell Westbrook this is hard because of how bad he was for the Lakers but he was also pretty good for the Clippers yeah do you think he's better than
2: RJ Donovan I think <laughs> I hope so <laughs> I think they do 63 I was gonna say 65. We'll split it down the middle. 64. Let's do it. Add 30, that bitch, and you're correct, he's 94. <laughs> I'm speechless. This, this hate is <laughs> ridiculous. 94. Did they it's
1: like they didn't watch what he did for the Clippers at all. <laughs> they just stopped the season right there, right when all he got guys. traded.
2: This is getting out of hand. This yeah. <laughs> this is getting out of hand. It's, it's now, getting ridiculous. The wrestling has ridiculous. definitely
1: gone too far. <laughs> 94 is outrageous.
2: So yeah. you, you see what's happening out here. It's happening on a nightly basis. It's getting ridiculous. And he's not he's not just 94. He's 23 spots behind
0: R.J. Barrett. A meaningful <sighs> jump. That is gross. R.J.? <laughs> oh, man. R.I.P. Russell Westbrook's credibility. It's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, man. Oh, man. Wow. That's the end of that video. Next thing we're going to do... We're going to get to some city jerseys. We've been waiting a little bit for some more to leak. As you guys know, last year, city jerseys are bread and butter. This is the shit we live for. We're here for that. That's the predominant city jersey podcast on the planet. We're here to talk about them today. We are going to grade some of the ones that have leaked already. So, over the span of like three or four episodes, we're going to get to the point where we grade all of them. So, this will be part one to that. We'll grade the first nine. Okay. Nice and simple. Let's do it. Let's grade these 2024 NBA city jerseys.
2: I hate all of them. <laughs>
0: First off, the Minnesota
1: Timberwolves. Beautiful. I love it, bro. This little thing slowly towards the tippity top of the jersey, bro. The aura on there. You damn right. This is aura. I don't even know what the hell this company is, <laughs> but they did it. They did that shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Usually I hate gradient. But this dirty sprite 2 style graphic, it works for me. I'm going to give it an A. This you is a the just
2: cuz you're a future fan. This is it's uh. okay. It's fine. <laughs> I Listen, I you guys know how I feel about gradient. I'm actually sticking to my morals. It's <laughs> It's okay. I'll give it a B.
0: Okay, fair enough. At least it's not a at least I hated too hard. Nah, this nah, is nah.
1: an A, bro. You're tripping.
2: No. Easy the, a. Listen, the colors, especially
0: are, for the competition compared to what comes next, this is an yeah.
1: easy A. The, the colors on this Anthony one are beautiful. No. Yeah, the white the white text on it it pops so good with the Minnesota. It's beautiful, bro. I bet your mind will change when you see Anthony Edwards in that Donovan. <laughs>
2: what are you asserting? <laughs> what are you trying you know to what say? What I mean,
0: you know exactly <laughs> what I mean. <laughs>
1: right,
0: next up, next one <laughs> we got the Memphis Grizzlies. Ew, what is this? This is a <laughs> new language. <laughs> they put hieroglyphs on this bitch. <laughs> oh my goodness! is that goodness. supposed to someone say, say MEM? Nine, someone said it's nine bacon strips.
1: <laughs> I go, yeah. Someone thought this was hard as fuck coming out the factory, bro. This is indeed not. Holy shit! I
0: actually kind of like it. I fuck with it. Oh I think on body it's gonna look real cool. I like this, this like ancient Egypt style with the MEM. See, what does
2: ancient like Egypt have to do with Memphis? Yes, Come on, exactly. <laughs> Come I'll on,
1: like if it actually meant something, it means nothing.
2: <laughs> I think it's hard. I'm going B minus. You want Key Glock building pyramids? I don't like
1: this. This is this is a C. This is a C. D. <laughs>
0: hey, listen, it's real easy for a black jersey to win me over. This one does it. Next one, we got. The Miami heat, heat culture, monstrosity. This <laughs> is an F.
2: This is an F. This is what happens when you lean too far into the joke, into too far into the culture. This is now lame and corny. This is an F. I want Pat Riley sent to prison over this. It, he didn't make it. Nothing to do with him. He has to take the fall. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Also, why I, is Heat so small and Culture so big?
1: <laughs> exactly. This is a practice squad ass jersey, man. This is a jersey that you find at Goodwill or something. This looks like a fake jersey. Don't look real no, I anywhere. I've this on
2: Venice
0: Beach multiple times. This is terrible. If Facts you take out,
2: if you take out Heat, this looks like a jersey that they would have given Quavo an Offset two years ago when Facts. they were dropping the when they were dropping the album.
0: This is terrible.
2: Oh God. Oh God, it's almost yeah.
0: like it's a joke. Like it's so bad, somebody has to not be serious. Like. A print gone too far.
2: Oh, no. They weren't serious with this one.
1: Jersey Jersey feels empty. No hope. Just like their upcoming season. Trash. And there's
0: gradient on the sides. Oh, no. I didn't even see that. That's
1: gross. Oh, that's trash.
0: I think we should make Z, something below F. I don't know. H for hell. Let's put this in the hell. H for hell is perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Worst jersey ever, man. Next up, the Brooklyn Nets. You uh, just don't want
2: to be serious, right? Bro. You don't want to be a credible NBA franchise because you keep putting your players out and stuff that looks like this. This is something that you see at a children's museum on the whiteboard. In the, the blues, clues, am I looking at bro. right
1: now, bro? This is
2: frustrating. <laughs> this is actually frustrating. This is actually, this is actually put, making me upset. You put the wiggles in this and they're ready to ball.
1: Oh god, Telly-tubby bro. With the funky jersey, ass, man. with the fucking with the <laughs> with the funky, with the fucking Oh my god, I can't even talk. You
2: can't even talk. It's it messes just like you my up. mind is scrambled with saying.
1: this shit, bro. What's up with the nets? Stay consistent. What's with the up, down, up, see, down? I think
0: the font the font looks cool if this was like a grungy poster for some like
2: rock concert in Brooklyn, but for an NBA jersey, this is ridiculous. When you see people playing basketball in cartoons or in animation, they're wearing this jersey. This Facts. is what they have on. <laughs> a regular show <trash>
1: jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is terrible. Oh, my God, bro. I want to give this jersey to, a, to my worst enemy. Holy shit, man. This is terrible. <laughs>
2: I'll go D. This is a D. I'm giving an F. These all suck. <laughs> <laughs> They're all
1: trash. Oh, uh, bounce Next house up. jerseys.
0: <laughs> Next one we got.
1: The Houston Rockets.
0: These Finally are a hard. One. Yep, these, are these are hard. Solid. But they kind they're, of look like the
1: Sacramento Kings jersey from I was maybe thinking a couple years thing. ago.
2: Yeah,
0: these would yeah, be. They're not even like the greatest thing in the world. They're just like a regular jersey that looks like a, a real team that takes themselves seriously. Compared to all the bullshit we've seen, this is immediately elevated.
2: Yeah, yeah. This is these, co- these colors are nice, though. Listen, I the way that you feel about black jerseys, I feel about white jerseys. They're just very clean. But this is this is cool.
1: Yeah, this is simple. <laughs> they didn't need to do too much. The to H Town <laughs>
2: <It> was needed. <laughs>
0: No, it's real SMU vibes here. I, I fuck with it.
2: Man is making assertions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he all the allegations. Next up, the Indiana Pacers leak.
2: Oh
1: man, this would be hard if I was going scuba diving. This would be hard <laughs> if I was going to feed dolphins but I'm playing basketball. <laughs> Who the hell finna wear this shit? This is like a Fortnite-ass jersey. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Holy no, shit. this is a straight-out so Splatoon.
0: This is a-, <laughs> <laughs> this is a Nintendo Switch jersey. <laughs> Every oh,
2: game that the Pacers wear this jersey, I'm picking them to lose. I, I just have to do it. This is not a great, this is not a good no, jersey. we're making parlays
0: good. against these jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting rich quick. <laughs> <laughs> this this might this might be a contention to knock the Mavericks off of their crown for worst NBA jersey of all time.
2: No, that was this still and he bad. culture going head <laughs> to
0: toe,
1: bro. This was this.
0: this is literally a Nerf jersey. This is horrible. We're
1: no, a Nerf true. or nothing ass jersey. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <awful>. For sure, <laughs>
2: gradient uh, yeah, spackle. Nah. Who <sighs> is coming up with this?
1: Listen, it's Indiana. I'm like what them. do you expect? <laughs> I don't
2: like this, <laughs> and you wonder why I say I don't like Adam Silver. Because this stuff is allowed to be on NBA courts. Come on. On his watch, he allowed
0: this to happen. <laughs>
2: nah, this single-handedly made me switch sides.
0: We need to abolish the fuck out of City Jersey. <laughs> this did it for me. I'm done with the shit. Tighten uh, up, Adam.
1: Yeah, F, man. The fattest is F. Gross. <laughs> F for sure.
2: Yeah, man. That's all of them. Oh, no, we got more. Next one. The Chicago Bulls. Once again, very plain. It gets a B just because it doesn't embarrass the Chicago Bulls. I agree. At least it's normal, but it's got to be
0: C at best. This shit is is too
1: empty. It's so hollow. Like there's nothing going on. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Why couldn't they make it it bigger?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like so
1: misplaced.
0: (laughs) It's like it's a regular size jersey, but the eight is like from the jersey they make for little dogs. Like this is a Chihuahua size jersey.
2: (laughs) It is very empty. It looks like they forgot to finish designing it.
1: This is a half assed jersey, exactly. I got to put this at C for that
2: last-minute school project. Honestly, (laughs) (laughs) curious to see. All
1: right,
2: we'll put C. We'll put C. All
1: right, next one, the Dallas Mavericks. This is Ah. actually not trash.
2: It's not great,
1: but again, not
2: trash. Not Not exactly. Yeah, we've certainly seen worse, but this does not move me again we're grading on a curve here because the stuff that we've seen (laughs) has been actually like grotesque Uh, um but this this jersey is it's just fine the little squiggly s at the end of the letters not bad not bad
1: hang on me wearing that jersey i kind of feel like a pimp if i'm on the basketball court with that on man i feel actually cool (laughs) yeah bro I feel no, f- this, I, looks, like, this I,
2: looks
0: like something one of the, <laughs> of the rival what? gangs in Saints Row would wear. The blue gang. <laughs>
1: <What>? <laughs> I feel smooth as hell with this jersey, on, man. i me feeling like Kyrie for sure. A pip is crazy. I'll give it C. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm what gonna give this a B.
0: Day?
2: I'll say no, C. That's fair. Everything a solid on the, B all these city jerseys are mid. They're mid or worse. Best. Yeah. All right, next one, the last one the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, somebody was high making this. Somebody was what high. The fuck? I, I don't want to say it's hard. Why is it squeaky? Why? Yeah. Why is it squeaky? Why? Why are we low while we're making a jersey? Like this is ridiculous. <laughs> Just like I'm quirky. Like, come on now. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> I'm different. Can we be clear for two seconds?
1: <laughs> now no, this is terrible. Really, I kind of want to say this shit is hard. It probably looks better on on an actual player.
0: It would be hard. It's just like last year's with the Rose. It's 90% hard. Then there's
2: that one bullshit feature that just ruins <laughs> it. Like, if it just normally said San Francisco, it would be cool. Can we just take a year off from city jerseys so that everybody can just think of, like, good ideas again and not just throw stuff together? This is awful. This is not good. We need
0: to load manage designers and give them time to recuperate. Please. Now you're thinking.
2: D.
1: F. Ah. I want to, I want I want to say B because I know this will actually look hard on Steph Curry, on Clay Thompson, and all them boys. You just you're, like you're Steph letting Curry the Warriors like gaslight you every year
0: into ignoring their
1: bullshit, and it's working.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How many times can they give us a black and yellow jersey that has the stupidest shit you've ever
1: seen on it? Every time, and I will continuously <laughs> say they're hard. I'm a sucker. I'm gullible.
0: Oh, I can tell. <laughs> all right, man, next thing we're gonna do, we're gonna do our tier list for the episode. Lit. This time, we're going to put young players into a tier list, just in general. So, let's keep it simple. Let's put these young NBA players into a tier list. First up, Ooh. Anthony Edwards.
2: S tier. S tier young <laughs> player.
1: Yeah. 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 Considering he's up there, I mean, the pool of young players we have, he might belong in the S tier because of his potential.
0: Yeah, he's not Luka, but after that, you could argue the best under 25 player
1: in the league. Yeah, absolutely, bro. With... Yo, his playoff run last year... Well, not run because he ain't really run to anywhere other than the first round, but <laughs> he was impressive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Next up, Tyrese Maxey. Uh,
1: I kind of think he gets overhyped
2: sometimes. I'll say a B. Okay. Like, he hasn't... That's him to kill. Like, he hasn't, he hasn't taken... Yeah, I'll say a B. He hasn't taken that all-star leap yet. He hasn't necessarily had the opportunity to, but he's still very like above average, a very serviceable player. And I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked if he did take that leap this year. I
0: don't yeah. really see him ever being like a true star to be an SRA, but I think he's like the quintessential B.
1: Yeah. If his playmaking ever took a turn, or he became like one, one of the best shooters in the NBA or one of the best drivers in the NBA or something like that, something he has to have he has to have that X factor that just makes him Different, like yeah, sure. Luka, Zion, Anthony Edwards, and he doesn't have any of that. So yeah, He needs to develop one elite be, skill. He has to be B. He's a fine role yeah. player, though, for sure.
0: Okay. Next up, Shea Gilders Alexander.
1: S. Easy S. Easy S. S tier. Yeah.
0: The only player on this list that's probably better than Anthony Edwards right now. 100%.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Next up, Scotty Barnes. D tier.
1: Yeah, I want to put him D tier. I, w- I would say D tier. If, if we're but, looking at the rest
2: of this list, if we wow. are, if we're looking at the rest of this list, it kind of is D tier. And that rookie of the year, like we said, it's looking kind of Tyreek Evans ish. It's looking kind of fraudulent.
1: Ooh, Tyreek Evans okay. is crazy.
2: Damn. And Next up, Victor Wimbanyama. S tier. S tier That's crazy S- No games played we're, S- we're, talk- we're not talking We're not talking Listen, about it
1: Listen you know what Whatever I, whatever, Donovan I'll just Listen uh, one preseason go. game I'm sold
2: Guys he stole the ball From the three point line <laughs> And then dumped that bitch On the other end <laughs> Come on yeah, now i talk S-tier. about
1: that But I'm obsessed with the jelly That he did the other day Bro against Chad That was crazier 7-5 no, He's five. The
0: seven in the league And immediately be I'm <laughs> not, not even say A crazy thing <laughs> <laughs> Listen 7-5 with jelly is insane Ridiculous. By year two, we're going to talk about him as pushing top 10. <laughs> Unheard of, <laughs> bro. Okay. I said it for a sound bite. <laughs> 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 but <he> got good. <laughs> uh, All right. Next up, Zion Williamson.
2: He then has to Give be him S. an A. No. No. He, you he's can't too put injury in- prone.
0: Yeah. He's S tier talent, but everything put together, he only deserves to be an A for now
2: he doesn't when play he we, 50 straight he doesn't games, play games we'll put him in S oh that'll we never happen we haven't seen 50 Wem straight an NBA <laughs> game never yet happened.
0: bro
1: <laughs> y'all are crazy
0: so be it next
2: <laughs> one Jalen Green
1: I would C. say B tier I would say C I'm,
2: I'm projected with my B tier but if we want to go C that's okay
1: that's fine. Yeah, I mean, of course you're projecting because you put fucking Victor Wembanyama at S. So um, <laughs> that's not projecting. <laughs> that's say.
2: talking about right now. That's talking about right now. That's talking about the I don't present. Jalen
1: Green. Jalen Green wasn't better than Scotty Barnes last year. Oops. So I think he was. Uh, what do you I was gonna say he's a more he was a more productive NBA player, but how do you define productive when it comes to these two? Scotty Barnes, we, we located Scotty Barnes dirty, putting him D. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, too bad. He's staying there. Let's put Jalen Green in C and C on. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
0: okay, next one, Trey Young. A? Trey
1: should be S. If Wemby's going to be there, he should be S, but I would say, he has a lot to recover over the past. Yeah, year. he'll yeah. prove a himself back
0: to S this year, but after last year was a little
1: up and down, he can go A. Yeah, Next up,
0: Cade Cunningham.
1: I think he's a solid... If I'm being real, he might be a C, but projecting, he might be a B.
0: Yeah, I think for this coming season, he'll be at least B. He can push A if he makes that leap we all think he can make, but for now, until he does it, he's got be b yeah, really? I respect it. There's no C. Mm-mm. I mean, I
1: anticipate he'll be.
2: I mean, listen, better. the, the injury, Jaylen. the injuries have, have been there. Well,
0: oh, just been one injury. He missed a lot of time. It's not like he's some. He's not Zion.
1: Injuries or not. I'd, bro. I'd rather have Cade Cunningham on my sidelines than what I witnessed Jalen Green do over the past two seasons.
2: Yeah, me too. But you got him a coach Next one. <laughs>
1: Last one, Chet Holmgren. He's kind of hard to put. After how we set this up,
2: he can't be lower than, than B. He's
1: he can't really he's like that B+. Yeah, so is Wembenyama, no, I mean, though. I'll fuck this up. is going
0: to be a basketball god. It's different. He's different. Though. Oh, my God. I <laughs> think Chet's got to be C until he's just a rookie. I think he'll quickly get his way into B, but I think C to start. I kind of okay. want to put
2: him at B right now.
0: Listen, fuck it. If we're projecting forward, do you see him being as good as Tyrese Maxey next year? Yeah. For sure.
2: Oh, easily. All right. Yes, B
0: it is. Be it is. There we go. There's our list. Listen, it's a lot of good young players in, in the league. It was great. <laughs> Sorry, Scotty Barnes. <laughs> Jalen Green was so not better than him last year. Fuck it.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Y'all know where I stand. <laughs> fuck the Raptors.
2: He he's the right, he's the only one do. we don't project forward.
1: Facts, <laughs> just like, you suck. <laughs>
0: All right, next thing we're gonna do, we're gonna do another two K related video. This time it's gonna be based around me naming a player and you guys guessing what their rating is.
2: I right, so, I have I recently jumped onto the two K wave. I'm now in the community. Hold on, let's let's see if I can get this right.
1: <laughs> yeah, so real
0: simple. We're not going to be like comparing to another player, or guessing lineups or anything. Just one player. What do you think their rating is? So I'm going to get this hook out of the way. I'm going to name an NBA player. You tell me what you think their 2K24 rating is. Anthony Davis.
2: Okay, uh, he's definitely 90 season. plus. He's definitely 90 plus. Got to mm. be above 90, I'd hope. Exactly.
1: I mm. want to say he's exactly in 90, to be honest with you. I think that's fair.
2: Ooh. The shooting I'm going to go hell. 92.
1: N- yeah, ninety-two, sir. I would say ninety-one, but I'm gonna say put. Ninety. I'm going
0: ninety-two. If he was a ninety, I would fucking protest at two K offices. Donovan's closer. He's the ninety-three.
1: Look at two K. Okay. I love him, man. Y'all respect Look defense? You. Wow.
0: <laughs> Got to. It's Anthony Davis. He has a Lakers boost too.
1: That is true. I forget.
2: <laughs> That's when the actual point came in. <laughs>
0: yep. Next up, Victor Wembanyama.
2: Okay, he... so
1: might Rookie? be 85 bro <laughs> I'll go <laughs> with just how his build doesn't make any sense bro he's legit a lot a demigod all those demigod yeah. videos y'all would see on YouTube back in 2014 2015 this is him <laughs> quite literally he might you be know 85 what, Mo, I'm gonna
2: try I'm gonna try to beat you by one I'm going with the 84 oh Donovan once again victorious he's exactly an 84 ah, I'm on like your head you. Mo.
1: Okay.
0: Okay, I can't be <laughs> mad at it. I
1: can't be mad at it.
0: Right, next one,
1: Trey Young. <sighs> right, Trey Young has
2: to be a ninety. If, if he's not a ninety, they're disrespecting like heavy, like crazy.
1: <laughs> I already know they're disrespecting like crazy, bro. The entire NBA is. So what makes you think that two K devs wouldn't disrespect him even further? He might Listen, be an eighty-seven I'm putting, or eighty-eight.
2: No, I'm putting sevens crazy. No, I'm putting Trey Young at a ninety-one. Give you me an eighty-eight. This time, Mo is closer. He's an 89.
1: I wow. wish I wasn't closer. Damn, 2K. No, they're well, He's got to prove it this year. <sighs> yeah, his three point shots took a His three they point shots took, shot shot took a hit. Trio. The defense's ass. It's only expected. Yeah. All right, next up, Shea Gildas Alexander. They might give that man a ninety-four just because of how good he looks, bro. Damn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ryan Two K said he's the one. <laughs> Mo, uh, Mo
2: has been very, he's been very heavy on, on like you know, aura comments today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's in his bag. I'm exactly. <laughs> <laughs> in my zone. God. Oh my
1: god, bro. Stop. <laughs> um,
2: I'll go. Uh, 90. I want to say. Is he as good as Anthony Davis?
1: Shea was cooking last year, bro.
2: You know what? Okay. Yeah, we, I'm going to we'll say 90, I'll, I'll go 90. I'm going to go 92. I'm going to stay with the strategy.
0: Okay.
1: What about you, Don? Uh, 93. We doing it. We locking it
0: in. Oh, another victory for Mo. He is a 93. Exactly.
1: Wow. That, wow, man. 93 for Shea is kind of crazy. But shout
2: out to him. He did ball out last I mean, listen, year. He's like that. He's like that. Yeah. Had hella yeah, moments. He, Defense listen, the is crazy. That's not easy to do.
1: Yeah. Especially on that team that had no spacing.
2: Straight paint buckets too. Hercules effort. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: You straight ran halfback dive every play. Yeah, bro. All right. Next
2: one. We have John ja Morant. Listen. Ooh,
1: this is hard.
2: I'm going to say 90. I'm going to say 90. Mm. You think he's three below Shea? That's where the awareness comes in. <laughs> <And> <laughs> that's where they, that's where they get him. Yeah, no awareness. They get him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go, yeah. I'm gonna go 90. Okay.
1: Oh man. I wanna say 91. I wanna say 91. He is a ninety-two.
2: Alright, mm. uh, Mo, Mo got this one. I'm on <laughs> he, he your head. The they <laughs> didn't he hold his IQ two. against him. I got this one. Yeah, that right, well, was one the, more that's not on that this on like this bad. on this
1: graphic. So I'll just say it: Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi, I want to say ninety four because he did play a healthy amount of games last year for his standards. Fifty two, I think. Oh, <laughs> 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 I have so, no idea whoa, whoa. how to rate
2: Kawhi Leonard. I exactly, have no idea. I have no idea.
1: You I'm, can't rank him in any discussion.
2: I. I'll I'll give him the same ranking that we give Ja. I'm gonna go with a 92 for Kawhi Leonard. Mm, I'm gonna go one above you.
1: Give me 93 for Kawhi. He is a 94. Wow! Still the Still? Kawhi respect. The I love it. I love it. Oh my <laughs> gosh!
0: Yeah, that's great. We got one more before we get out of here, Mo. I think you have some NBA fights to show us. Yeah, man.
1: <laughs> I want you to grade these NBA fights. Great. All right, let's bring up number one. This was back in what twenty nineteen or twenty twenty one when Beef Stew lost his damn mind <laughs> against LeBron James for a seamless slap to the eye. No,
0: nah, he was running amok. He was going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: ain't never seen, never seen nobody this deranged before on a
2: court. <laughs> he, went, he went beast mode. <laughs> he, saw, he saw red. <laughs> Literally, he has blood in his eye. Listen, <laughs> he but, I, but at the same it. time. But At the same time, I'm giving this fight a B because he was the only person trying to fight that day. He was just hey. he was just running around like her. Oh wait, no, Russell Westbrook. Was, Russell Westbrook was, was like these, was squaring he was running up on the court. I forgot about that. Everybody's like, what the fuck is he doing? I was like, I got him if nobody else got him. Just from, <laughs> from like, okay, I think just from the amount of memes that we were able to get from this fight, it has to be minimum B plus, A minus territory. I'm gonna go B plus.
0: I'll go B for entertainment factor as an actual fight. It wasn't one. So he's like F, but for entertainment, should B. He went Listen, into the locker room and tried to come
2: back the other way. Exactly, bro. <laughs> this was everybody. literally a
1: 15-minute hassle, bro. He was, bro, he looked like one of the greatest fucking fullbacks. He could have been one of the greatest fullbacks in the NFL with how many people were trying to hold him back.
0: Uh, a 15-minute <laughs> hassle was hilarious. He's like a kid throwing a tantrum. He's a fucking looney <laughs> Just God,
1: being a nuisance. <laughs> Oh, God, bro. Oh, and man. all the blood coming out of his eye tube makes it so much even more dramatic than it actually was.
0: <laughs> he was that kid uh, from the Thornberry show
3: where he's, ah! <laughs> crazy.
2: I have no idea what you're talking about. What's the Thornberry oh, never show? you get that seen no.
0: that. It's a kid that makes crazy noises. He's like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh.
2: That's a great impression. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, I'm going to have to watch after this show. <laughs>
1: yeah, next one. Yeah, what's next? All right, we got Joel Embiid <laughs> versus Carl Anthony Towns just a couple <laughs> years ago, bro. These go- these two were just squabbling for no reason. I actually,
2: this is one of the rare moments in Carl Anthony Towns' career where I was like, oh no, he's like that. I <laughs> like, <laughs> I have respected him so much in this in this uh, in this fight because Joel and B just thinks that he could try to bully people and Cat was nice. like, not today. I'm standing up for myself today. Had a minute. Now, no, I like I it. mind you, is while Carnanty's talents.
1: <laughs> I mind you, while talents had that man in a headlock, they're in this, same literally seconds later. Ben Simmons had him in a headlock. Crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. Them.
0: Facts, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Do I want to go back up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh
2: okay, Well, listen. Well, if most te- listen, if we had two chokeholds in one fight, that might be a material. Oh, yeah. you're right. For this the is, sheer volume. Okay, we're
1: this is big purry. Ain't nobody was expecting this out of him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the defining moment of his career, his greatest achievement yet.
1: Exactly. Good job, cat. Solid, bro. <laughs> All right, what's next? Oh, we got oh, Kobe nah. versus... Oh, no. <laughs> no.
2: No. 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 Yeah, Co- Kobe oh, got 2 bro. on this one.
1: We got Kobe versus Childs. Uh, he got 2 piece. Listen, a punch was thrown. That's rare. Two, two punches punch were thrown, games. bro. Piecing up Ooh. Kobe. To the neck. And I ain't gonna lie. Got Kobe kind of ate those.
0: Listen, no, he but did- his, his block game is terrible. So <laughs> <he's>, he <laughs> ate him because he had to. <laughs> Chris Jones yeah, ready, true.
3: though. Uh, that's true. It has, an a. Uh, it has to be a, a punch. Punches were
0: thrown. Yeah, this he ha- landed two pieces, <laughs> automatic A. And
1: yeah. he connected two. This has to be an A.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Kobe's jaw was sore in the morning. That's rare for an NBA <laughs> fight. <laughs> that's crazy.
1: Yeah, exactly. Did Kobe <laughs> get a lick off, too? I don't think so. I think it was too late. That's
2: he, tough. He tried. <laughs> no, he tried. It's tough. <laughs> no, Chris said, <laughs> pew,
1: pew. <laughs> 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 uh, then we learned that from Isaac. Shit. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> What's next? Uh, oh yeah, I know Isaac. Isaac is a menace. <laughs> <Ooh>.
1: Next up, <laughs> we got Doctor J versus Larry Bird. In this instance, right here, Larry Bird's teammates or Doctor J's teammates held Larry Bird, and Doctor J was getting four licks off in his face. I need oh, y- yeah, to this see is, video.
2: It was when we crazy. talk about the old NBA this is, this is what we're talking about. Yep. This is what we're when talking they say about.
0: They just, paid real defense back then. No, they just beat the shit out of each other while everybody else got held back. This is a good <laughs> old fashioned jumping, jumping.
2: This is an yeah. old fashioned jumping. This is this a is rivalry unfair. at its highest level. Yep.
0: This is Olden two times
2: violence. <laughs> when was the last time you saw two all time greats fight each other like this? Bro. <laughs> you can't name one. I'm putting this at it. Nope.
1: You can't S- even name an instance where S- his tiers, teammates bro. were holding him back and helping him get the licks off, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this, this was, was conspired. All out Everybody played pre-planned. their
0: part. <laughs> <laughs> it was well choreographed. <laughs> Easy A. sync violence. Easy A. <laughs> Next all up right. we
1: got... Next up we got... Rajon Rondo versus Chris ooh. Paul. Ooh. This <laughs> yeah, was hard. Like Rondo was got him so clean. much shit was happening in this clip too. Brandy Inger was even squaring up with his skinny ass, bro. <laughs> yeah. bro that's like a
0: swift left jab. He looks like yeah. a boxer.
1: That was clean, yeah, bro. Rondo is like that.
2: You couldn't even wind back. Just uh, ooh. who was it? Was Chris Paul the one that spit on Rondo? Yeah, yeah. Chris Paul yeah. did spit on him. Yeah, he and listen, he deserved that. If you spit on somebody, listen, whatever happens to you next <laughs> is, listen, I can't even <laughs> say. Yeah, he's you he's you, des- you deserve whatever is coming to you if you spit on somebody. Yep. Easy A tier.
1: <laughs> Easy A tier, bro, for sure. Yeah, I like that. All right, what's next?
2: Also, Nipsey Hussle was in the background, ready to jump in the fight himself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, was up, <laughs> bro, so this fun. was a great moment. Just bro. And it's so funny. Actually, go back to it too. This fight wasn't even originally supposed to be between CP and Rondo. They just got into it after Hardin and Ingram were going. Were going at it, and Ingram just escalated all the shit, bro. This is a side. Rondo this saw an opportunity to,
0: Rondo saw an opportunity with the motherfucker he does not fuck with, and got his looking.
1: <laughs> he exactly, saw the chaos and was ready to strike. for no for no reason. God damn bro. You need to, also you need to get. Brandon Ingram hangs around G Herbo and them. He needs to stop hanging around with those influences <laughs> for no reason. You're Ingram, bro. You went to Duke. Come on now. <laughs> Who are you fighting?
0: That's funny. Hey. I, I love I love closing out with Rondo and Chris Paul. Everybody in the world that plays in the NBA seems to want to punch Chris Paul. I'm glad somebody got to fulfill their desires. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, man. What a show. That's
0: the end of the show. If you're still here, comment. Choose one carefully. There's been a lot of moments in this pod comment crayon moments. eaters rejoice.
2: Here we go. Yes. And follow us so on then, Twitter. With
0: an exclamation point. Crayon Eaters Rejoice. I want to see it everywhere.
1: And I want to see you follow us on Twitter for that PS5. Thanks away.
0: Facts. We're done here.